Hello, everyone. Welcome back to your favorite podcast that is Paper Play Action. I'm your host, Amani Brown, and I'm here with Aaron. Hello. Pele. Hello. And Paul. Hey, guys. How you doing? What's good? Welcome back. Hope everyone's having a good week. Thank you for having me. You know it. All right. So, how you guys been? Just a quick roundabout. Let's see how you guys have grown. I know you guys have been up to a little couple things here and there. So, um, let's see. I guess I'll go first. Yeah. Um, hope everyone's having a good week so far. You know, everyone's in a Friday, end of the week. Um, I got paid. I'll say that. Hey, man, that's good. Man. Payday is always good. Anytime you get paid, that's a good day. <laughs> <laughs> um, pretty good week, honestly. Um, did a lot of stuff, like, around that I needed to do, like, a bunch of errands. But, um... I think Aaron is doing errands. Cool thing that happened was today. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> um, my uh, so I live in Costa Rica. My parents still live in the United States. So, um, what my mom will do periodically whenever she has knows people are coming down here, um, she'll like pay them the price that it costs to like mail something like or no, like a like a, <clears throat> like a like a suitcase or something like that basically, um, and they, they send a ton of stuff that my for my aunt and my grandma and stuff like that. But, like, my mom, I bought some shoes and some stuff that I got, which is nice, and some clothes. But, more importantly, uh, Double Bubble does not exist here in Costa Rica. Or if it does, <laughs> I have not found it. I have not been able to find it down here. And I I have, like, an oral fixation, and I chew a lot of gum. Mm. And I love Double Bubble because it's the perfect consistency, in my opinion, for, for chewing gum. You know, the flavor goes away kind of quick, but it's the consistency is perfect. And I pretty much was like, look, if you want to send me something, send me some Pocky, some Sour Patch Kids maybe. And if you can, just send me bags of Double Bubble because I, I have been craving it for almost a year now. <laughs> I don't know why. I just got a craving for it. And I'm like, damn, I can't get it down here. Like, I can't. So she sent me, like, she went to Dollar General and got, like, three bags of, like, the two bags of the regular one and one bag of, like, the fruit flavor ones. Mm. And she sent them to me. And I have them right now in my fridge. And I'm, like, so happy, bro. I was like, oh, I'm... It's amazing. My, my, I'm going to probably, like, my jaw's going to probably hurt because I'm going to be chewing a lot of gum. <laughs> um, but I got that, which is really nice. And I got some Pocky, which Amani loves Pocky, so he knows what I'm talking about. Yes, it I've is my him. addiction. Yes, I've seen him literally buy two whole boxes at the store and eat them literally the same day. Like, Jesus Christ. Eat them Christ. that day, yeah. I, I had, like, Pocky's one of the tiny good. boxes and I ate them. But, yeah, I got some of the regular ones and my mom That's bought funny. some of the, the matcha, matcha tea ones, the green ones. Those mm-hmm. are not bad. Um, yeah, they're pretty good. They're pretty good. So I, mean, I, I got them. Dude, my favorite. I mean, I think. Oh, my favorite ones are the one? al- my favorite ones are the almond covered ones. Those are delicious. The almond Those covered are ones, pretty yeah. Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what's surprisingly really good? The banana ones. Well, not surprisingly. Dude, I've never the banana had ones the banana, banana ones. Honestly, I never had the banana. Never ones. had those. Yeah, I, I had know. Oreo. The Oreo like cookies and creams one was really really good too. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that's the thing. The banana ones are on a chocolate stick, and then it has the banana on it. This so is like oh. it's not pocky, but have you guys had the little pandas with the chocolate? in Yes. Those are so good. Yes. Never had them. I had those, but I had the koala ones. There's like koala shaped ones i had those before too i had the mushroom ones and my friend brandon's favorite ones uh he loves the chocolate stumps mm-hmm. Ooh. oh isn't that like the end of like the cones it kind of, no 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 the stumps are literally like tree stumps but the center of it is like chocolate and the outer coating of the roots or the breadcrumbs Ooh. 
They're really good. Ooh, delicious. Ooh, that sounds delicious. I've seen, like, bags of, like, you know, like, how, how like, ice cream cones, like, the ones that you buy, mm-hmm. will have, like, the ending with, like, chocolate at the very tip? Oh, uh, yes, you know? those are great. Full of chocolate. People just sell the tips of that, and it's, like, I, how did I never think of that? That's amazing. <laughs> That's an amazing candy. <laughs> it's delicious. <laughs> um, But, like, yeah, like, that was pretty nice, because, like, I, like, you know, there's cravings and stuff that I, I can't get down here, which is, like... But you can find pretty much everything down here now, because um, Walmart is down here and all that stuff. But for some reason, like Double Bubble just is not a thing, you know. For uh, some unknown why. reason. Uh, just so yeah, I just, I'm just happy as hell to have my bubble gum. He's <laughs> like, yes, bubble gum, let's um, go. Oh yeah, dude. I was, <laughs> I was like, hell yeah. But like, yeah, it was a, it was pretty funny because my mom, like, she, like she sent me like, um, they're called empanadas. They're like little. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. They're like they're 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 sweet though. They're full of this thing called chivere, which is like, it's like a squash, like it's from the family of squash pumpkin. It's like a pumpkin, more mm-hmm. like a pumpkin really, and they make like a, like a jam out of it, uh, the inside, and it's like this really sweet stuff. And like people make it down here, it's not like I can't get it, but my freaking mom makes like the best ones. Like her, her like she can bake like I've yet to meet somebody that can bake like my mom can, bro. So like she made a bunch and she put them in a box and like wrapped them all up all nice and put them in there and sent them. <clears throat> so I have that too. And I was like, damn, bro, I just, they, she sent me this from the U.S. It was amazing. So I got them in my fridge. So now whenever I drink coffee, I'm going to have that to drink it with. So it's kind of nice. Um, and I mean, I guess as far as my week goes, that's, that's kind of like the stuff that I was doing. Um, game wise, my, oh, yeah, my, my was... boy Amani here, uh, <laughs> my, my boy Amani here, uh, bless his soul, homie right there, got me the, the Game Pass. He sent me a PayPal, and he fucking was like, get the Game Pass. <laughs> so I downloaded a crap ton of games. <laughs> <laughs> downloaded a bunch. I got, like, Back for Blood and, like, just a ton of games that uh, that I've been wanting to play. And we played, Amani and I, and, like, another friend of ours, he who shall not be named, um, <laughs> We, we were playing the, the Power Rangers Battle for the Grid fighting game. Yes. Dude, actually an amazing fucking fighting game. I'm not super <laughs> huge into fighting games. Amani can tell you that. Like, I like them. I like them. But I'm not super huge into them. And this one, like, it just it, it clicked. Like, the combat isn't super ultra complicated. <clears throat> it's fun. And, I mean, I get to be the Red Ranger, bro. Like, come on. How am, how am I going to How Ranger. am I gonna say no? You also get options on which Red Ranger you want to be. Oh, no, but... no. I was, I, was oh, really, yeah. I was really happy when I played that game. The two versions of Tommy. Like, hell yeah, my favorite Ranger. Yeah, they have the White <laughs> Ranger. I mean, there's a bunch of their DLC. And I'm, like, sitting here like, damn, I might, you know, when I start working, I might get a, a DLC for this. I'm not even going to lie, you know. Like, damn. <laughs> you know? Because they, they have they have K9 from SPD. Oh, oh yeah. Those... And it's, like, yo, it's, like, one of my favorite ones. And then they have obviously like the White Ranger and stuff like that. They have the Gold Ranger, which I was like, bro, I want, I want the, I want the Neo Gold Ranger. Ah, oh, I couldn't play him, but like he's Just there. sitting over there. And you're like, no. <laughs> also, Jason, for those of you that don't know Power Ranger lore, because uh, when the when the Zeo Rangers, like when the Gold Ranger showed up, <laughs> he had to split his power into three separate individuals. And then they made Jason, who's the original Red Ranger from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, into the Gold Ranger. And he had this crazy ass giant pyramid Megazord. They just looked cool as hell. It was He's so like, yes. cool. Um, but, like, it's actually fun as hell. Like, honestly, we've been playing, and I've been messing around with, like, the characters so far, and it's it's really fun. Like, it's a pretty good fighting game, honestly. Considering that it's only, like, it's, what, like, three gigabytes? Something like that? It's oh, yeah, not even that big small. of a game. It's a pretty small game, honestly. But uh, I've been having a lot of fun with that. And I finally got to play Carrion, 
which I've been sitting there like, damn, I want to buy this game, and I got to play it finally, which, for people that don't know about Carrion, it's like a Metroidvania, but instead of you playing a person or a soldier or anything like that, you are the monster. Oh yeah, that game's know? great, that's fun. Yeah, you, you are this big mass of, of eyes and teeth, and Amani uh, was watching me play that. It's very weird. <laughs> It's very funny though because like it's I would get lost me. and I would just kind of go around the map. So I, I imagine like some dude on the camera is like watching like dude I think he's lost. Like I, I he killed like 15 <laughs> people but I, I don't I don't think he knows where to go because <laughs> he's just backtracking all around the map. Um, well, it's been pretty fun honestly. Like the Game Pass, we always talk about it, but like it's it's I mean you get to play a lot of games you know for for 10 bucks. So it is. Uh, it's been pretty oh, fun and yeah. I also got, um, I was playing Control, too. Um, oh, you finally got the chance to mess around with that. Yeah, yeah, I played Control a little bit, and I'm finally, like, getting it. It's like, you're you're very right. That It's pretty much an SCP game, honestly. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, it's pretty much just SCP like, no video. in a video game. <laughs> um, which is fun. I fucking love that stuff. Uh, so, like, I've been messing around with the Game Pass quite a bit, honestly. Uh, I was Did playing Shadow, uh, Shadow War again. Which is really fun, like trying to finish that up because I forget how long those games are. Oh yeah, and I left it off at like fifty. They're just pretty huge. They're huge. They're huge. I will be game. honest. I I got to some parts where the lore completely detracts, like it just <laughs> completely goes off from like the books. Oh yeah, like, no, immediately, immediately, yeah. Um, there's gonna, a lot I'm of stuff. Track from this real quick because I kind of want to know how far you got into control. Uh, first, I don't control. Play very I, much, I didn't really get like, that far. I didn't get super far. I, I messed around with it a little bit. I only played about like an hour at most. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Aaron, I can't wait till you get to the fridge. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, I, I, yeah, I want to get into it fridge. more. I want, but like, I've been playing. I've been doing like a lot of games, honestly. Um, <laughs> so like, fridge. I was playing Back for Blood <laughs> with a buddy of ours too. Um, also pretty good, honestly. I mean, it's Left for Dead, like modern. You know, so I can't complain. That's true. Um, so I mean, is I've been I've been actually gaming a pretty decent amount this week. I'm gonna be real with you. Uh, um, I think I also got uh, Amani. Also, like he got the he, Amani bought Tunche. Yes. And he got the uh, what is it? The uh, I think it was like the supporter what? pack or something. And yeah, it, the supporter the pack, which one. basically like it comes with two copies, and he gifted it to me. And I believe we covered Tunche, like on the podcast when it was announced a couple months back. Yes, if I'm not we mistaken. covered it during the indie showcase. Yeah, that's when yeah, we saw it. He was like, "This looks great." Right. Now we yeah, have so to play it. for people that don't know, it's like a Mesoamerican, Amazonian type uh, 2D side scroller beat 'em up mm. kind of game. Um, it doesn't have online co-op. Um, it, they're focusing more on the couch co-op aspect of it. But I mean, if you have Parsec, or you can even do or the share play the, on PlayStation or something yeah, of that nature. Yeah, there's also like on uh, on Steam they have the, the the share play kind of thing that they have yeah. there on Steam that you can use. So I mean, there's definitely ways of you playing it with your friends. I do hope they add online to it, because honestly, I feel like that'd be even if it's peer to peer, I feel like it'd be really nice. Makes it. But I've been playing it. And, to play with. I mean, if you like to cross country. <laughs> yeah, if you like side scroller beat 'em ups, I'd recommend honestly. Um, I've been playing it a little bit. Um, I've been running like a few a few like uh, runs through it. <laughs> And the the combos are fun, you know. You can like pe- not like knock people into the air, like combo in the air. You upgrade the characters individually. Hmm. Um, like the design for everything is really cool, honestly. Like I always anything Mesoamerican type, you know, that kind of aesthetic, I'm I'm down for because there's very little of it 
and it's fun to just finally have something in that mm -hmm. style. And if you like Hat in Time, the Hat in Time girl is there also. Yep. You can play as her. Great game. Great character. Also a good Glad game. To see her again. <laughs> yeah. So pretty nice. Um, you know, I've, I've been enjoying it. Definitely, I'm trying to figure out what the hell Tunche is and what he did because they talk about him like he's <laughs> the boogeyman. Yeah. <laughs> they talk about him like he is the boogeyman of this world, and it's like this dude sounds scary as hell. And uh, the designs for the enemies are pretty cool too. Like the, one, the first boss you run into is this giant sloth uh, ant eater type thing. It's humongous. With like, it's got oh, this stuff. Like, wasn't like the horrible. stomach opens up and it has teeth too? <clears throat> yeah, something like and it's that. like, what the hell is going on with this? Thing? Like, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but like the com, like it's it's fun. Like I I, I love beat 'em ups. So you know if you if you're definitely into them, check it out. It's not even that expensive of a game, honestly. Uh, yeah, I think it's, it's always always good to support you know AAA studios, and they're doing their best. Like they've if they released it on wait, the wait, wait, wait. first. Not AAA. It's an indie. <laughs> I mean, an uh, indie game. Sorry, I don't know why I said that. I don't know why I said that. Yeah, um, yeah they, no, they I never, released. I never expected a thirty a uh, um, a AAA game like that to. Show up, yeah. yeah. Suddenly, no. Aaron became a shill. Wait a minute, huh? <laughs> yeah. I meant to say indie. I don't know why yeah, I said triple A. I don't know. I'm just talking too fast. I think. Um, but they released it on the first, and during that time, they've had like a bunch of hot fixes and patches. Like they had a patch today, apparently. So they're they're <clears> definitely <throat> working their best to make this game, you know, as good as it is for the people that want to play it. And if you're into couch co-op, like if you got friends and you like doing couch co-op games, this is it. Like this game is definitely meant for it, hundred percent. Um, and I guess the last game that I really, really was playing, I bought uh, Generation Zero because yeah. it was on sale for like seventy five percent off. Mm. Um, and I was playing it with a couple friends. Magic. Um, How is it? It's fun. I it honestly, Amani had some problems because I know he bought it, but unfortunately, his like for some reason his PC couldn't run it. I think it, yeah, it, was it just issues does not it. run it stably. Like um, so, it's but like. Running. It's a problem if it one. runs fine on your computer, mm -hmm. which I mean, you know, obviously some people have like technical limitations, so it's just very unfortunate. But I mean, it's like to kind of give you like a an idea. It's just like uh, it's based in Sweden, which is kind of fun because you see the names of towns and it's like Svelgartbar and some stuff like that. Where it's like <laughs> I don't even know how to pronounce this. Honestly, uh, I'm gonna butcher everything that I read. But like <laughs> the whole happen, idea is like there was I'll some sort of invasion wrong. and everything electronic is broke. Like nothing electronic works. So you like you can get a bike and ride around on a bike, and there's these robots that attack you. Like there's these giant like, like uh, mech looking things, and then there's like these smaller dog like robot things that run around and shoot at you. Mm -hmm. um, but it's pretty fun. Like it's very hectic. Uh, the robot designs are cool. Like the ambiance it has, the open world is really nice. Uh, it definitely has like some mystery to it. You know everything. Mm -hmm. And, like, the crafting, the way that you get, like, outfits and, you know. You, you play as, like, a, a high schooler, pretty much. So there's, like, three of us running around. There's these robots running around. It's like, you stand no chance against three high schoolers with G3 A3s, buddy. You don't stand a chance. We're going <laughs> to knock you out. <laughs> the robots stand nothing against some high schoolers with assault rifles. You know? <laughs> it's, it's pretty fun. Um, I definitely like the design of the robots because they're pretty scary, honestly. Like you see them in the distance walking around, and you're like, "Oh, that's that's kind of menacing." They're just kind of like standing problem. there, just off in the distance. In the definitely fog. a problem, you know. But like, it, it's very enjoyable. The gunplay like feels nice. Um, the way that you upgrade the weapons looks cool because like you mm -hmm. can upgrade them to make them like <clears throat> laser weapons from the looks of it. I was watching a trailer for it. Um, but it's pretty fun. Uh. 
I definitely like the open world is really nice though too. Like it's kind of it it, it it's dead because like nobody's there, but it's also like all right, what the fuck? Where is everybody? Is also the question that you get asked. Like you you you're, you're trying to figure out where everybody went, what happened, and why and you're we still lose there. All of Sweden. <laughs> Pretty much all of Sweden's gone, and I'm like, well, what the Sweden hell? Why they do this out. to Sweden? <laughs> what happened to Sweden, bro? <laughs> Which, to be honest, kind of cool, because not a place that a lot of video games visit in the first place. Just don't yeah, go to I, I believe the, the development team is from there, so that's why they did it. Which makes even more sense. Um, Let's go Sweden. Which makes a lot of sense, honestly. Mm. You know, and it's nice. Speaking of Sweden, uh, just to derail real quick, you should check out, uh, there's an Amazon show, and it's a book that's just like pictures, but it tells a story. Uh, it's like an art book, but it's uh, Tales from the Loop, and then they also have Tales from the Flood. Um, the guy uh, got the book right here. Is it an Amazon series? Yeah, they made an Amazon series of it. His name is Simon Stalinhag. Okay. He, so he like does like art, you know, and like paintings. Oh, what the? Fuck? It's like yeah. Look, at, I'm looking at these robots. That's yeah, very. Yeah. That's very. That looks a lot like oh, some of the robots in um, mm. in generation. I feel like it's yeah. a Swedish thing, but yeah, he uh, something about mechs in Sweden. I don't yeah, know what they, they did they, or they what's going like on tunes, over there. You know, something like that. Yeah. Did you put that in the in the Discord? Cause I'm a, I'm a yeah, I'll, I'll put that in there. Yeah. I've been meaning to watch. I'll definitely this show. check I it out. Honestly, it yet, but I um, figured I'll see if I have it because Amazon's kind of weird when you're not in the United States or North America. Not yeah. So hopefully they have it um, here. I will definitely give that a give that a check out. That's for sure. Mm. Oh yeah. Don't don't loop into a darker decade. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> If you see the actual books too, like the art books, it's all oil paintings, and that's like oh jeez, that's ju- nice. Yeah, like it doesn't strike you as an oil painting. It looks digital, but then you realize this guy took his time with like. I mean, yeah, for an oil painting to look like, like yeah, I'm looking at the art painting, and it's like for for an oil painting to look like that, that that's hours. If you want to see hours, uh, my favorite work that he's done, look up the Electric State. That one's about like a trek through America and like far future, like near future, whatever. But yeah, he has some of the best paintings I've ever seen. I, I'm glad I bought his works, and I gotta I gotta check out that show too. I'm glad you brought up Generation Zero. Made me think of that. A Generation Zero is not a show; it's a game. But yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Tied together. But I, I definitely recommend it. Honestly, um, it's yeah. it's weirdly the same type of aesthetic. <laughs> Swedish <laughs> like it's sci-fi. weirdly the same kind of like sci-fi mech robot type of aesthetic hmm. um, that which is kind of interesting i don't know if that's like a swedish know. thing that they have going on there like but interesting I, I didn't realize that there was like a like maybe maybe they based it off that or this is i don't know i don't know but that, that's kind of cool hmm. that's definitely very interesting uh that's actually kind of weird like some of the robots look very similar that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, when you brought up the game, I remember seeing screenshots, and I was like, "Dude, that reminds me of Tales from the Loop." Mm-hmm. You know, that's interesting, actually. Um, that's pretty cool. Damn. Um, but like, yeah, as far as like gaming and stuff like that, I, I kind of just been, you know, I've been trying to run through like a bunch of games that I have on the Xbox Game Pass. Um, you know, there's just a lot of stuff to go on there, so I was just kind of checking out everything that I could at the same time. Um, it's just nice, you know. Shout out to Amani. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man. Uh, also, like, uh, I've been playing a lot of Siege now. I got back into it. I got sucked back in. It's been like a while since I played that game a lot, but a um, bunch of us now have been like getting on to play it. So I've been playing it more. And they announced a new operator, which you know, they, well, the new operators really for the new season. <clears throat> um, so they actually look kind of interesting. 
Um, I don't know a lot about like their abilities yet, but I mean, I'm pretty looking forward to it. I don't know. It's it's a <laughs> it's an old game. Siege is old, and it makes me angry, but I, I like it. I still enjoy it. It's, it's I hate still you so much. Very... But I play you. Ah, oh, there's a love hate relationship there with that game, bro. Think... Not as much as there was with For Honor, but it's yeah. still a love hate. Well, no, no, uh, Aaron. I think from one of my YouTubers who, who really like playing Sage, that was the quote he mentioned that really em- emphasizes the whole situation you're in. Uh, uh, game bad, me angry. You, Ubisoft fix in the Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. I mean, um, honestly, like the thing about the thing about a uh, Siege is like. It's it, like, dude. This game came out in 2015. I've like, I think it was a couple days ago. Amani, didn't we see like the original trailer announcement trailer for Siege? Yeah, we just it was, went like, back on, and just randomly called it and was like, "Wow, look at that!" Yeah, it was like, it was, it was there and it was like recommended in my YouTube. And they I'm, really like, oh, my caught God, dude, I remember this. Just Elba for... <laughs> was like in the oak, like he was in the, in the announcement thing. Like it was a live action thing. Like it was a whole, like, and I saw the date was like 2015, and I was like, I remember playing the beta for this game back in 2015. Oh my God. I was in high school. This hurts. I was a soft. I was a junior in high school. I think. Are you got? Are you got? Are you gonna play the uh, beta for quarantine? Or if I ever, if that game ever comes out, I will because I signed up for the beta for that thing, and I like. I, they said, yeah, we'll get. I got the. I signed up for the beta. They said, yes, you're you're accepted. You'll get the beta code whenever it comes out. Fucking radio silence for like two years. <laughs> <laughs> so like, if that game ever comes out, I'll I'll for I'm sure play, play the beta. beta. I'll come down. <laughs> You know, 100%. But like, if it ever comes out, you know, Ubisoft is taking their sweet time, which I don't mind. Uh, hopefully it's not bad. <laughs> so I don't, I don't, I don't mind, um, I don't mind giving it a couple, <clears throat> couple days, you know, a couple years of, of, of development time, that's for sure. Um, but like, yeah, you know, it's, it's been, I've actually been like playing a pretty decent amount of video games recently, more than I, like more than you usually do. I think because I have more variety to choose from. So it's just kind of nice. I, like, I can flex you now know. and enjoy. <laughs> I can just play random things. Like it's just like you, you get bored of one style of gameplay, but now it's like I get bored of this. I can you know can sit there and like I've been playing carrying a lot, but like I have to I can't play it too much because I'll, I'll get like like tired of it. Like yeah, but when it's you, fun. When you play a video game, you can either like bum rush through it hella hard if like you're really in there, or like you're just kind of like don't burn yourself out. Yeah, like I just don't want to burn myself out of it, um, of, of pretty much anything. But I mean, it's kind of got options, you know. So it's nice. Um, I think I, I downloaded Man of Medan, Amani. So like, I, I know that there's like a co-op way you can play it. I don't know how you can do co-op, but I'm very interested in playing it to see how like, how they did co-op with that game. Honestly. Yeah, because me and Paley tried That's to play one. it before on what, what PlayStation. Game? You can't, Man of Medan. Oh, yeah. Man, PlayStation, man. but we didn't have like, both of us didn't have a copy. Yeah, so, that's the yeah. Problem. You both needed a copy of it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of kind of interesting. It's not really co-op. It's more like once you're assigned a certain you're assigned to pick char- certain characters and you just switch off whenever that the next character is in control. That's how you. Yeah. Do. Okay. Yeah. Well, you switch off, but apparently, if you do it online, there's no switch off. There's no handoff. It's mm-hmm. just seen certain scenes are played simultaneously, <clears throat> and you're just your character answering things during. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I'm, I, that's, I kind of want to see what that's like because it, it's very story driven, you know, choice driven kind of game. So it's just kind of uh, kind of interesting to see how they would do. Let me, download, do any actually, yeah, let me that, download that honestly. and let's see. We can see if that works. Kind of interesting. But um, as far as games go, I, I guess that'd kind of be it. Uh, I've been watching. Um, 
I started watching Comey Can't Communicate. Oh, okay, you finally. did too. <laughs> Uh, I started watching that. So far, it is like a carbon copy of the manga, uh, which I like, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> um, and it's pretty good. I, I mean, if you like slice of life animes, definitely you should already know about this, you know, manga to begin with. This is a, a classic. Um, <laughs> but I really like the animation style that they went with. It's very, it's very accurate to the to the to the manga, while also adding like a lot more life into it at the same exact time. Um, oh yeah, which, for sure. Which is very enjoyable. Um, <clears throat> and uh, I, I, guess that that kind of be it um, for me, honestly. My, that that'd be pretty much my week. Um, haven't really watched that many things, so because I've been kind of busy. Uh, other than JoJo, we got to we're in part four of JoJo now. We're like halfway through part four. There you uh, go. Of uh, of JoJo, so I'm, I'm we're getting there slowly. My favorite. Trying to get trying to get go. through all of it before part uh part six comes out. That's the plan. So we can watch uh, Stone Ocean. But yeah, I, mean, I made it through part four. Honestly, I'm kind of mad with myself that I put it off for so long. But I'm also kind of glad that I did because now I'm watching it with like a, like especially like watching it with Javi. It's just <clears> nice because <throat> like he he like he watches it and like he's already seen it probably multiple times. So he likes watching it and kind of like sitting there seeing my reactions. You know, it's like, like, who's going to be your favorite, like, everything. Like, he tries to just figure out who's, like, going to be my favorite character, that kind of stuff. Um, he really thought I was going to like Bad Company, which I did. I like the stand, but I, I really like the hand. <laughs> like, I really like the hand. It's just a, it's a good one. I really like Okuyasu. I really like his character. That stand is kind of OP. And honestly, if anybody smarter had it. If anybody be, smarter had that sand, it would be, be fucking broken. broken. <laughs> like, man can erase space. That's fucking ridiculous, you know? <laughs> and I, I, one of my favorite things is I like character. Like, I've always hated dumb characters that think they're geniuses, <clears throat> you know? It pisses me off. Like, that kind of character makes me very angry. But I like Okuyasu because his character is, I know I'm not the smartest dude around. Like, I know I'm not. So I'm going to use my abilities in ways that I can wrap my head around when they're simple but something simple is very strong especially in jojo like the idea of a simple ability it's like it's simple and thus makes it very powerful because you don't need some like crazy specific situation you just, just do, do it this you just do it, it works. you know <laughs> I can do but i'm enjoying it i'm really enjoying part four so far i think it might be my favorite part so far just in terms good. of like the way everything goes which is like i really like jonathan's part like at the beginning, I really like the first part. I really like Joseph, honestly. Uh, I think he might be my favorite <clears throat> character overall so far. That's fair. But um, I really like just every all the, like a lot of the the things about Part Four so far. I've been really enjoying it. Also, Joseph is really nice, which is like <laughs> like Joseph was nice. nice, but he was kind of a prick. Jotaro was just an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, ah, yes, we have a nice character. He's like a, a sensible human being. I respect this. <laughs> I, you know, I can respect this level of kind. The main, the main of... villain is creeps me the fuck out, though. That guy oh, yeah. gives me the creeps. But we won't talk about that because the number one thing about yeah. part four is don't talk about part four. Yeah, no, no, I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything. Uh, spoiler wise, but uh, I've definitely been very much enjoying it. Uh, I'm still gonna make fun of people that like talk about JoJo constantly, but at least now I've watched it, so I can do it with uh, without being like, "You've never even watched it. Why are you judging me about it?" You know. It's like it's less out of spite, more for enjoyment. But you know, fuck you because you mention it too much. <laughs> I just, dude, honestly, I hate 
I hate, like, <clears throat> this might piss people off, but the whole, like, oh, is that a JoJo reference? Dude, I hate it so much. Like, every time I hear it, I like, my, my entire body, like, tenses up. Like, dude, other, there's other things other than JoJo, all right? There are other fucking things out there. To be fair, you're like the same <laughs> JoJo is itself hero, a reference right? of other things. If I'm not mistaken. <laughs> you're, um, hmm? you're like the same, if I'm not mistaken, you're like the same way with My Hero as well where it's just like yeah oh i my like God, the show yeah. like the like what's happening i love jesus my hero christ. i really like the show but <laughs> the jesus fan christ the fan base pisses me off more than anything <laughs> unfortunately fan bases can be like annoying for everything that's just it's, it's yeah everything. that's everything the internet done, honestly the internet knows how to ruin shit bro <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah as far as everything goes that, that'd be my week you know overall what about you paul you know you have plenty of okay. things you need to talk about let's, let's hit you up <laughs> Plenty of things. I'm not sure about that. Mine was a pretty, uh, pretty reserved week. Um, I mean, there's at least one thing you want to have a proper discussion from from at least last week. Not really. No, that oh, was between us. Yeah, not really for the podcast. But let's see. My week. Um, uh, how do I? Not much has gone on. I've been playing some Battlefield. I'm excited for the new one and watch the Elden Ring trailer. It looks pretty darn good. I'm finally excited for a game again, or two games, really. Um, haven't really played any games, and I haven't read Malazan in two weeks. I'm taking a break. Uh, not because it's bad or anything, just because, you know, just a yeah, simple break. You need a second. Yeah. yeah, I mean... There's a lot of stuff going on in that book. You need time to process. <laughs> yes and no. To be, It's weird. It's like, I'll be honest, that series, like, I love it, and I'm going to continue. But right now, a buddy of mine at work, uh, I finally got him to, he's listening to the audiobook, and <clears throat> he comes up to me, and he's like, this is incredible, but I hate it. And I'm just like, well, what do you mean? And he goes, well, book one, you just, you don't know what's going on, and goes it goes so fast, and then it's over. And I'm like, but? He goes, but I'm on book two. And I'm like, yeah, exactly, just <laughs> keep going. It gets better. And uh, so that's nice. Uh, let's see, besides that, just kind of... You know, I've been kind of on a self-discovery journey with God and no fap, and that's uh, that's where I'm at right now. I'm on day 16, so yeah, it's uh, it's besides that, been reading. Uh, has anyone heard of Jason Wilson? Seen him mm-hmm. on Instagram? Anything? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, he, like you might have seen the video of like the kids crying in like the dojo or whatever, and he's like, "It's okay, mm-hmm. son. We cry as men." Yeah, I, I just kind of mm-hmm. stumbled upon his books and forgot that I was following him, and just oh yeah, yeah. This man mm-hmm. has an amazing beard. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, his book. I'm reading. I read the first one. It's called Battle Cry. It's a, it's uh, about it says waging and winning the war within, and it is a Christian book. But honestly, like you could, you know, if you're not a Christian, you can take the teachings and apply it. It's all about releasing emotions and not holding on to it, right? Because that's what ends up bogging us down. And it yeah. you know, teaches you how to be a comprehensive man. And uh, I mean, I called? believe not not to like interrupt you or anything, no, but I good. believe like even if something's religious, you can still take away from it if you're not a religious person. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like a lot of people are shit lessons, on religion. Yeah, they're... you know. But the hmm. truth is, like, aspects of religion can help people. Well, that's, he, that's not something you can deny. You know what's funny is he, he, I think he puts it best. He says in his books, uh, like, you'd think, I think he says something like, you'd think it was religious, which I'm not. And so I kind of, at first I was like, well, what does he mean by that? And I kind of, I understand what he means is in his eyes, and I guess the way I view it too, if you're religious, you know, you're, you know, you're overly kind of trying to, spread it and push it on people in a way whereas in this way 
you, uh, in his way, in the way that I agree with you, you're kind of just at surrender to God and doing what God wants for you to do. And I think that's kind of how it's supposed to be. Of course, you want to spread it, but, you know, that's that's a whole different topic we're not going to talk about on the podcast. But, uh, yeah, yeah I've I read, uh, been reading, I read Battle Cry, and I'm going to go through and highlight and reread it. And then I'm reading his, uh, his biography, Cry Like a Man. And I got to be honest, man, like, reading these books, I've been crying a lot. And, uh, you know, it's, it's good to cry. Like, I think it's funny how that scene is weakness, but, and, you know, to bottle it up and this and the other, but it's good to let out those emotions. Cause I've been, yeah, I mean, not to sound sappy on this post, but just like I said, a, a self-imposed journey with God and NoFap and just kind of trying to take myself no to the next November. level. No, not November. And I mean, it just worked out that way, you know? And uh, it's 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 a cool thought to have to I said I'm on day 16. My best I've ever done in the past three years of trying to do it was eight days. Now I'm double that and I'm still going. So it's like you know, something to be said. Uh, yeah, that's that's my week. Pretty tame, pretty easy. Um, I will say two books again, just to be sure. Oh yeah, name of the books. Uh, so it's uh, Jason Wilson's books. So there's, uh, well, we'll start with the plug. Malazan, book four, House of Chains. Um, <laughs> the obvious plug that needs to be man, done every you know, time. I'll be going back to that. No worries, because that's <laughs> that's beautiful. And now that I know someone's reading it, I got to stay ahead of him. But uh, then there's uh, Jason Wilson's books. There's uh, Cry Like a Man. So it's his story um, and how he learned to be, you know, this comprehensive man that follows God. If you're not a Christian, you know, you could still take good teachings from it and how to release your emotions and not conform to society's, uh, quote unquote, masculine doctrine. And then there's battle cry, which is all about, uh, releasing everything bottled up inside up to God. And again, you know, becoming the comprehensive man that he wants you to be. And if you're not Christian, you could still take it as you need to release those emotions. I am Christian. These are helpful to me and anybody that is on a self-discovery journey. I still say give it a try. The guy's very, uh, very well-spoken and has come through quite a, a heavy journey. Um, and it, it honestly, it, he feels like, uh, what's called the father that I never had giving me answers to the questions that I've never had answered by my own father. And then, you know, have the whole religious thing with the Heavenly Father and finding answers there. It's just, if you want to find some self-discovery, check out Jason Wilson. Check him out on Instagram. The guy will uh, will set you up. And definitely look up the video of the kid crying in the dojo. Because uh, race, creed, religion doesn't matter when you see that kid break down. And then he takes a knee, looks the kid in the eyes and goes, you know, it's okay, son. We cry as men. Ooh, I'm tearing up right now thinking of that. That uh, that hits me deep every time. I will uh, I will cry actively for that video. So that's that's my week. Yeah, it's a very different week, but uh, no. Uh, on to uh, whoever else. All right, Pele, it's your turn, man. You've been yeah. up to some things since the last time you were on the podcast. What you been up to, man? Uh, well, not much. It's mainly a lot of working. Now I work about 120 hours, uh, 120 hours every two weeks. So been pretty busy. Haven't really had too much time to ex- uh, experience new things, but just on like nights off or days off, I just go out see the town I'm currently in, which is currently in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. <clears throat> nice town from the south to Gatlinburg. Yep, it's. A, I've been there before. Gatlinburg's fun. Yeah, it's, it's I, honestly not a bad town. I'm currently working there and living there uh, at the current moment. Um, I don't know how long. Have you been to Pigeon Forge? Not yet. I was going to do that for my place. next days off or so. Yeah. I'd recommend. There's a lot of stuff to do around Pigeon Forge. Mm-hmm. Um, tried a lot of eatery stuff. Uh, broke my <laughs> uh, sobriety a little bit just to try some of the stuff here. 
uh it's it's good <laughs> a lot of good good stuff here mead wine uh moonshine liquor all that such great mm. chocolate and sweet places of, of course um Let's talk about it, man. tell us uh, what you've tried oh, i tried a lot of things um oh um a few weapon shops around here too like actually handmade forge forge weapon oh, uh, weaponry awesome. there's one shop i want to get my brother a 150 dollar chef knife so it looks like so you've played well you've seen monster hunter rise right amani yeah of course <clears throat> so you know you know the bot uh Goss Harang's uh, greatsword? Yes. They have it's a replica of the that, don't they? Yeah, it's, they have a replica of that, but it's in Damascus blade steel. It has a kind of a rusted look edge uh, on where the uh, body of the blade is. It looks really nice. Hey, okay. A few um, a few anime swords, obviously. A few keyblades. I've got myself a double-ended baton, so essentially I have now a staff I can just whip out and use um, for defense purposes now. So I'm happy about that. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> well, I that was one nice. fast. Uh, yeah. No. I. I. I want. I want to get something like that. They even have a light up Genji sword. I was really surprised Ooh. about that for Overwatch. It's two hundred fifty dollars. I bought it. <laughs> now I just have to figure out how to mail this to a friend. <laughs> um. Okay. Let's see. What else have I experienced? Oh, a uh, pretty cool tobacco shop. Uh, Paul, you would really, really like. Okay. Yeah. Um, really gentlemanly, very nice, very free, fragrant, uh, different types of tobacco, both um, pipe tobacco, circles, yep, a lot of, all that oh, such. Uh, different different <clears throat> pipes. You would even, it's like regal Italian, like hand-carved uh, ivory one, I think you would really Ooh. like. I Wait, are you sure it's real <laughs> ivory? I'm pretty sure that's illegal. Um, I'm not sure it's real ivory. I think it's still bone, but I don't think it's a legal bone, you know? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say. Ooh. <laughs> like, yeah. Ivory handles are pretty. Uh, <laughs> you know. Not to throw anyone under the bus, but my father. No, I'm just kidding. I, I know a guy who knows my a guy father. who has an ivory uh, oh, my pull stick, and the, the guy is, looks a you, lot you, like you my dad. You can get, you can get like legally acquired ivory. Typically, it's when an elephant dies or something like that. They'll mm. they'll do that. You you can acquire. But there's that, a lot of paperwork going according to that. Though. There's a lot of paperwork that goes into that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Um, oh, and I guess actually for Aaron. So, Aaron, question. Do you know anything about Delta 8? What do you mean? Delta like 8. The, the... Delta 8 THC. Uh, isn't that like... Um, it's like an oil, right? No. If I remember right. It is a strand of weed, apparently called Delta 8, that is actually legal, that you actually can smoke. Dry cannabinoid. <clears throat> Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of that stuff here. I tried some of it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's yeah. it's intense. It's pretty pretty heavy. Pretty heavy. Um, like it's pretty good too. Still expensive, obviously. And oh, I mean, yeah, you're in, you're in uh, you're in Tennessee. I think that stuff is legal there now, right? I guess so. Yeah. No, dude, there's right a whole there. fucking weed shop in the window of one of the stores here. Oh yeah. I was surprised. Not. Like, wait, not. what? They're just growing <laughs> weed out in the window. I'm in Tennessee. What the fuck? I mean, <laughs> Tennessee is apparently like when it comes to that stuff, like they're they're not very they're not super ultra conservative about that kind of stuff. Dude, I can um, buy a bottle of Jack Daniels at the Walgreens here. That's awesome. Oh yeah, when it comes to alcohol, Tennessee does not give a fuck. Oh yeah, absolutely. Dude. They're like by all means. They have don't fun. care as long as you're old enough, bro. They still have poison, partner. Oh man, no, I should not be here. Tennessee has made me an even more. You're also alcoholic. you're also in um you're in Gatlinburg. Yeah, Gatlinburg. 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 Gatlinburg
It's yeah, it's a tourist town. Yeah, it's very touristy. So there's a lot, a lot of, of uh, there's a lot of tourist stuff. I'm trying to do that last because not I uh, I know it's a little bit of money sink, but pretty cool stuff here. Oh, I played a few of the arcades here. Some of them it's intriguing. Um, <laughs> one arcade uh, place I found most of it's still just like mobile game turned arcade machine crap, but some unique machines like this Pac-Man air hockey table that I found called Pac-Man. Oh, that sounds Smash. really cool. <laughs> Yes, um, it's called Pac-Man Smash. It's a four-player Pac-Man game where you throw, you hit uh, the hockey uh, puck across the other t- side team. But sometimes when you hit enough score, a bu- the tubes on the side of the table drops a bunch of hockey pucks down, and you just oh gotta bash them back and forth like crazy. Oh my god! It's okay. like holy shit, this is chaotic. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, this that sounds was, really cool. <laughs> yeah, that one was really dope when I found that one out. And even the Luigi's Mansion arcade machine, I didn't even know that Nintendo even uh, sponsored one. Um, in America. Wait, what? Luigi's Mansion. They made an arcade machine. That's an arcade. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's one down here. I saw one down here. I didn't know. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, I didn't know they made one like that. That It's like, um, it's like a on rails, uh, type thing. Mm -hmm. You just, um, you still flash your light and suck in a bunch of crap, like coins and gold bars and get the uh, ghost, but they come out a lot faster at you than the actual game. It's really, it's really intense. It's actually really cool. Yeah, and the gun is like the basic uh, vacuum cleaner that you have in the game, but instead of a trigger you pull at the bottom, you 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 shoot it like you use um, the uh, the um, the super scope from the from the SNES days, where you have to shoot from the bottom of the grip versus a uh, trigger you pull from your um, finger. Oh, okay, it's interesting for sure. Um, that's what I tried. Um, not really any new games outside of playing the new Mario Party game with my coworkers. That was great. I tried playing. I have liking a lot. Um, it's actually surprising because they go even more old school with this one. Like there are no motion control games, mini games at all in this one. They it makes sense because you have to be able to play it on yeah. the Switch, but like without having to take it. Yeah, fair enough. You got to play it in handheld yep. mode. Yep, and you, you it's purely from the 64 and GameCube era, so you can play it with uh, regular Joy-Cons. There's no motion controls, and maps are great. Um, played with my coworkers the first night I bought it. <laughs> uh, we played on the Spaceland map from the 64 map, uh, and my coworker, my roommate at the time, he had the worst luck I've ever seen because our <laughs> other coworker had never played before. She had like incredibly beginner's luck, but he got shafted pretty hard. Because one part of the map is a diagonal side. You get hit by this Bowser laser, and he, destroy- and he takes all of your coins. He had 64 coins, got all of them blown away, and had no chance of getting a star by the end of the game. Like, oh my god. The guy just, he was, oh, the game just hated him that night. I was laughing my ass off, too. He was trying his best, but he could not succeed. Yep. I wish I could play it online, but apparently the hotel's Wi-Fi is preventing me to play anybody online. Because I tried playing with Jones... Just the other day, but we cannot connect for some stupid reason. So I can play on my laptop fine. Like it might, yeah, it might be like the like the, the IP address or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't want to bother the hotel staff about the IP address, so I'll leave it be for now. But that it just irritated me about that. Like, god damn it. Oh well. Um. Yeah. Um. In terms of things, if I, in terms of watching things, I've seen. Oh yeah, I saw Dune. I. I told you, I told you guys uh, during the time I saw Dune, but the way I experienced it was this 4DX um, experience. So the seats move like a roller coaster oh, wow. as the cameras move in it. There's rain, there's rain filters in the in, in the Phenomenal cinema. Phenomenal movie. 
Yep. Yeah. Rain cinema. I need to watch it. Oh, yeah. I need to watch this new one. I haven't seen the new one. I've There's the water ones. droplets that shoot from the ceiling that uh, simulate rain effects. Uh, blasts oh, okay. of That's... air to okay. uh, simulate uh, gas and smoke. Uh, um, even like impact. So you get if a character gets punched in the face, you kind of feel a rush of air next to your seat from the speakers uh, hit you in the face as well. Damn. So it was a really cool. So all all the flying, all the crashing experience. Like holy shit, this is amazing. I was like actually um, suffering through the tornado with the characters on screen. Like uh, 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 uh. I actually got a headache from doing it, but it was dope. <laughs> it's kind of cool. It's like oh my head. Oh no. And I can't wait to do that with another film in the future because I think I'm going to see Eternals with my sister next week on that. So maybe I can do it again with that experience. Um, also, the other thing I've been actually pretty much watching is catching up on uh, new episodes of Critical Role. Um, see, Campaign 3 just started. I'm okay. finally caught, 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 caught up too. And I'm already laughing my ass off because Sam Regal, I love that man. <laughs> Guess what his character is this time? Hmm. All right, let's hear it. He's a um, cleric automaton with the that letters sounds awesome already <laughs> yep no but his 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 initials are fcg can you guess what they stand for i cannot go ahead fresh cut grass nice. <laughs> fcg fresh cut grass nice and right. his explanation is like the reason why he's called fresh cut grass because his uh creator slash his former associate uh named all the automatons after favorite smells like apple pie Fresh cut grass, pussy, all that such. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. I, I was laughing my ass. <laughs> That's so hard. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be a great campaign. But yeah, um, that's what I've been going through most of the time now. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it for my couple weeks here so far. I know I apologize for, the, for uh, listeners. I have been gone away for a while. I've just been working my ass off. Oh, it's fine. You're, you're all good. They they completely understand. Technically speaking, you can meet some of them in Tennessee if we have any listeners out there. <laughs> you know where he's at. Just say what's up if <laughs> you see him on the streets. Um, but next up, I guess we'll get into my week. Um, mm-hmm. first off, I will say, <clears throat> I guess we'll get into this little rant first. Um, yeah, what's up? I am playing a game. That I am going to tell everyone on not only this podcast, but in the sound of my voice <clears throat> to not buy. Don't, don't buy this game. <laughs> don't buy this game. Don't buy this game. It's a bad game. It is not a bad game. But there are legal things with this game that very much, and based on what I'm saying already, some people might already know what I'm talking about. Um, but there are legal problems with this game that are best way to describe it shady at the least (laughs) shady at the least at most it's just downright criminal (laughs) um what is it this game is called aeon must die we had talked about it before on the podcast and i'm pretty sure we had talked about if we hadn't uh it's definitely gonna get talked about now but um we had talked about the controversy surrounding this game when it got announced. Everybody was like, "Yay!" And then we found out very shortly after that the game itself was <clears throat> stolen. The entire game oh. was stolen. Oh no! Um, Animal Must Die is a really cool game done by some really talented developers. Uh, cool indie studio that was out there. 
that pretty much if I have the story correct, ultimately, at the end of the day, this thing is stolen, even if I don't have the story 100% accurate. The main deal is that the lead director essentially came to um, the rest of the crew, was like, we don't have enough money to finish this, shut down the project, then took the game with all of their work and everything that they worked on and went to another, I guess, cheaper developer and finished it, put it out there. <clears throat> Meaning that all the developers that actually put in most of the work on that game are not getting paid for this at all. <laughs> in fact, they came out and was like, hey, yo, you literally stole that game. Like, we, we worked on that. We worked on that. Our studio was working on this. And you just said that, like, we're just not going to be able to make it. <laughs> and then somehow managed to get the funds to finish it. <laughs> I don't know how you got the funds to finish the game. You told us we didn't have the funds to finish the game. But now all the developers that actually worked on it are gone. Pretty much can't get anything from this. They're watching that the is, baby. That yeah. is mad fun. What's the name of the game again? Aeon must, Aeon die. must die. But I will recommend that is, this. Because it's, it's some... That is it's, major fuck yeah. up. There's no way, in my opinion, there's no way they lose that lawsuit. But you know, worse things have happened. <laughs> That being said, that same company did go on to make another game that got announced on the release date of Aeon Must Die. Good for them. That is called uh, Immortal and the Death That Follows. And I was trying to look through our archives to see if we talked about it, just in case. But it doesn't look like we did. But I'm going to talk about it now. <laughs> so, I played Aeon Must Die so that you don't have to because I'm going to spoil the shit out of it. Even though I have not finished it. <laughs> I will be hmm. continuing to spoil the shit out of it in spite. <laughs> no, no, go right ahead because we have no intention Damn, of buying bro, it. We have no intention of buying it. But, um, and I Must Die is a really cool revenge story with a combat system that is very similar and you can look forward to it because if we take a look at Immortal, um, pretty much the same gameplay going on except the original <clears throat> creators got to make it better because they had couple extra stuff to work on and it's still not out so they have nothing but time to improve it <clears throat> but um it's a really cool 2d beat-em-up that's hyper stylized and it's a cool revenge story the way this works is that uh combat almost works a bit like a fighting game where everyone you fight your opponents one-on-one and your enemies have assists essentially so they're all the other enemies you'll be fighting will be sitting on the sidelines, cheering on whoever is out there fighting you. <laughs> and in some instances, we'll throw out a little attack or something to help out their homie that's getting, like, clapped. Um, the way the mechanics work in this game is you have a heat and cooldown meter, and you have to balance those two out. So you have burning attacks that use your heat and will put you in the cooldown. And you have uh, normal attacks that heat you up. Parrying that, uh, I believe, is a good way to get out of cooldown. And dodging, which uh, cools you down. Um, but it, it'll stop your heat. This is probably one of the coolest like actual health mechanics I've ever seen. Because if you have, you're too far in either direction, you will die in one hit. So if you're, you're, you're in a uh, drain... Some, somebody can hit you. If a blue enemy hits you and you're in drain, you're dead. If a red enemy hits you while you're in uh, overheat, you're dead. When you're in overheat, you have unlimited um, 
unlimited like train supers, things of that nature, because you're trying to cool yourself down as much as possible because you're in overheat. When you're in drain, there are special moves that I have not yet unlocked that you can only do in drain, and it's helpful. But you also get, I'm pretty sure, parrying and attacking are more are like freer, a little bit more, because you can just do it willy nilly and not have to worry. So the idea is to balance out your uh, aggressiveness with your EXs and your defensive abilities. Actually really cool. Can't wait till Immortal uh, and the Death That Follows comes out. Because that's probably going to be the main mechanic of the game. And they're going to be working with that tremendously. <laughs> Plus it's a more, also, it's fuck more legal. game studios, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more legal. It's, a be- it's better for the actual people developing the game and so on and so forth. <clears throat> Truly. So, like, when that... I just... I didn't actually know about that, yeah. like, Amani. I had no idea. That's just yeah. insane to me that someone would do some shit like that. When Aeon must die... It was really... It was one of the most, like... Wow, way to just de-hype what I thought was probably one of the coolest games at your, at the show. Aeon must die looked really cool, and it, it is pretty cool. It's just really unfortunate that it's like this. Also, if you like Gurren Lagann, they, they got design tropes from that. So, like... Faces on torsos, they like that. <laughs> um, But that's the thing. So, like, this game, as far as story goes, it's a simple story, so no worries. Um, But surprisingly, has more elements that I, like, enjoy. But it's really salted by the fact that it's like, this game is stolen. So, which is why I'm like, don't do this. Uh, Deal with Aeon is, you are playing as Aeon, but also his symbiotic host which is known as the star spawn um apparently there's a race of symbiotes technological looking symbiotes that exist that travel from planet to planet pretty much assimilating and like becoming more powerful while sticking Hmm. to this thing known as the doctrine which allows you to be neutral in life aeon the former leader of all of this, this entire armada, uh, when we start the game, has been cast down from his position by his lover. Starspawn, who is one of the aliens of the planet they are inhabiting, is pretty much taken over by this uh, symbiote, and the reverse has happened to his lover. The one, Ivory, who has taken like his... So Aeon's partner, the one that betrayed him, it's taken over Nebula, who is Starspawn's love interest. So, already at the beginning, really cool character with Starspawn and uh, Aeon. Because they're basically like Venom, but their goals are slightly aligned. As in, they want to find the same person, but they both want to do completely different things. <laughs> it's like, obviously Aeon wants to find Ivory so he can get revenge on literally being knocked away from his kingdom. He's like, I'm the Emperor, how dare you betray me? And Star uh, Star uh, Spawn wants to find Nebula in order to hopefully save her from this quote-unquote parasite that they're dealing with at the current moment. Very interesting premise. You got a cool bike that talks to you <laughs> in ones and zeros. Like, it's actually very charming. And it's really unfortunate that it's the way it is. Um... Fights are, it is definitely an indie game. You go from arena to arena to arena in these fights. In fact, the entire idea of this game is that it is combat, combat heavy. 
it's combat heavy with uh vibes of i guess kill bill is the best way to describe it because they like literally the main deal with this entire symbiotic armada is hey man if the emperor is cast down um you can challenge him and if you challenge him and you beat him you become the new emperor you get enough clout that you can become you have enough glory that you can become the empress's favorite and become the new emperor the new leader and so upon leaving and you're like all right i'm gonna get back my kingdom everyone's like hey yo get that man <laughs> get him <laughs> get his ass <laughs> and thus you go forth and have to fight really cool thing with this is if you lose a fight in this game um the enemy that beats you runs away you do not die but you have to go get revenge on that enemy to get back your respect and your purpose okay <laughs> which is really it's, cool it's clout you just go for just chase you gotta, clout you gotta the game. You, yes <laughs> you gotta chase clout he's like give me back my give me back my respect i earned that <laughs> you know it reminds me of like it's, it's one of the uh the in uh the shadow of war games mm-hmm. shadow of mordor and all that they have the whole like if if a orc kills you they get like massively like if they manage to kill you, they get like massive level up, and then they get promoted to like a war chief or something like that, mm. and they remember you. Oh yeah, you know, like in in Shadow of War, it's crazy because like you'll have there's this one dude, bro, that has come back from the dead like four <laughs> or five times now, and it pisses me off because like, he sees me every time like you thought I was done with you, didn't you? And I was like, hi, cut your fucking head off. How are you here? <laughs> That's the you nemesis know? system for you. And the nemesis it. system is so nice. And, I mean, obviously it pisses me off that they just they copyrighted the nemesis system so no yeah, one else can no use it. And they don't it. use it for anything. So yeah. it's just annoying as hell that they did that. But it, it reminds me of it, you know. It's kind of a nice system to have where it's like, all right, the, the, the AI remembers you. Like, they're like, oh, yes, this guy kicked my ass or I kicked this guy's ass. This game I'm going to do it again. Sword, like, it's not exactly a nemesis system because what it is is, like, the guys run away. And I want to do this quote-unquote for legal reasons in case a mortal has a similar system um but the deal is more it's more or less less that you run back into like a promoted version of them and more so that you're like they're at their celebration party and you kick in the door and was like run it (laughs) i heard you was talking shit (laughs) you can still get the hands (laughs) and it's actually more like that which is still kind of fun and that's, I'm not exaggerating, that's the energy you kind of come into these fights with, is yeah. run it. <laughs> um, they also have bike combat. Your bike is also an assist if you need one. Like I said, it plays a lot like a fighting game. Um, in a lot of ways, it's a 1v1 in a lot of scenarios, beat em up though. Which makes it really cool. Also, like I said, I was going to spoil some stuff. Our main villain, Ivory, not... I mean, obviously, with the connections to our main characters that she has, obviously going to be a bit more complicated than uh, any normal villain would be, because technically also a love interest as much as an actual antagonist. Um, They don't actually want to kill Aeon. They just felt like Aeon was, like, straying from the past, from, like, the path that they're supposed to be doing, because they're supposed to be kind of neutral and... Aeon seems very bent on being strong and powerful, <laughs> despite what he might think. And uh, they really, they really want him to kind of see the light of day. They're like, "Hey, man! Like, I heard your back. Can we, can we talk? 
and it's very clear that Aeon is not trying to talk. <laughs> Which is unfortunate because every other character wants to talk. <laughs> Starspawn is like, I want to talk. Ivory's like, please, can we talk? And Nebula's like, I just want my body back so I can talk again. <laughs> I just, I would like to be able to at least speak. Can we be nice? <laughs> so as far as I'm concerned, this game's great. Don't buy it. Please don't buy it. It's very it's unfortunate that it, like, I mean, this, this is a shit thing for the studio to do, honestly. Honestly. I mean, like, actually the worst. Yeah, I mean, there's also a lot of other reasons people shouldn't buy certain things, especially since I'm still of the mindset of the Activision Blizzard scandal and shit like that. Mm. Oh, yeah. We'll get into I think we have that on the docket. <laughs> Again? There's got to be something about no, Activision about it. Blizzard. Oh, no. Definitely. Yeah, there's some stuff we could talk about. Yeah, but, but anyway, continue, Monty. <laughs> I will move on from such a saddening topic to i mean i guess i'll mention the fact that i also watched uh come and can't communicate as well just real quick um highly recommend that show much like aaron did personally i was when i watched it i was feeling at like a really low place for some reason and first episode loki almost made me cry because <laughs> how beautiful it is. of coming yeah it was just feels yeah. good energy that whole time <laughs> so i mean honestly it's a very wholesome manga like the idea behind it it's very wholesome extremely so it's just like man that's another recommendation just go watch it it's good it's good definitely people can call me a weeb you know but <laughs> i'm not a fucking degenerate all right i just like to watch things all right it's leave me alone good. leave me be um all right the other thing i mentioned is i did see my hero uh world hero which quick review of that movie the action is freaking sick like, this is probably some of the best My Hero action they've done since... I mean, if you've been watching the anime, probably since Overhaul. <laughs> yeah. Probably since Overhaul. Um, not that there's certain parts of the anime that, has, that isn't great, but it's the best since then. Um, that being said, this movie is probably the weakest out of the three i wouldn't say the three uh part of me i have to personally i have to go watch the first one again just because like i enjoyed it watched it at least twice but like i have to go back and relook at that movie to make sure like i know where it falls but i know it's not as good as the second one because the second one just hits different <laughs> and that's just my opinion <laughs> like that one just goes in because you get to see it's the entire crew going in and being heroes like the, all of class 1a is together working together as a team and so everybody gets like these big moments um world hero <clears throat> is really weird because it promotes itself as one in which all of class 1a is going to be doing this big thing but the story really focuses around like mainly deku which is i mean that's fine he's the main character he's the protagonist but like but i do like when they include the other ones yeah but like usually when my hero does stuff especially if like the class is involved it involves the whole class it's just yeah decent portion yeah, of deku least. gets the main spotlight because he's probably fighting the bigger fight in this instance it's more like we spend a lot of attention on deku um then we get bakugo and todoroki for a bit personally todoroki didn't really do much 
he even he technically has like the weakest fight <laughs> like all three the main three get big fights quote unquote and like his fight is kind of him getting clapped the whole time bakugo gets some real love though <laughs> and they're not on screen for the second the entire second act of the movie i'm pretty sure <laughs> they're just not there <laughs> they're there for the also side note those uh really cool costumes they showed off uh for for the new movie literally the oh, first five minutes that's it then they're gone yeah they're just uh, gone that's, <laughs> wow that's, 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 such a, that's such a shit move it's really sad it's like yo they were there for like five to ten minutes and that was it and i was like oh wow at least at least they could have <laughs> rocked it during the whole movie because i know that's not, that's not that's, those costumes are not going to be in the show like uh, yeah i'm just gonna like let people kind of know on that one i at least thought they were gonna put it back on for like their final fights Nah. No, we don't get that. They don't put them back on. I was really sad. Come I'm like, on. oh, come on, man. <laughs> no, this is, this is like the Snake Eyes thing where in the movie, he only becomes the Snake Eyes up until the very end of the film. <laughs> yeah. It's like you, they showed off those new suits and I was like, oh, this looks kind of dope. I really want to see how Deku looks with like the hood on. And it's like, nah. <laughs> that's the only, it's sad too. That's the only cut, like the only design I actually wanted to see him put the mask completely on. Because otherwise, um, well, it's not the only design. If you read the manga, there's an obvious really good one where he keeps the mask on. But, like, um, it's the only other design that it's like, oh, yeah, this looks dope with the mask on. Like, it looks really sick. <laughs> and they just never did. <laughs> um, that being said, uh, go enjoy it. It is good. It is fun. I just feel like it's probably the weaker ones out of, uh, out of all of them. We spend a decent part of the movie in a very slow area that uh for the most part is good for characterization but it's kind of like i wouldn't say pacing annihilating but like you feel it well i mean it's like the um was it the, the demon slayer movie uh, the pacing slows the hell down in the first half oh well yeah but that's a rant that's different if it's slow in the beginning i feel like that's more of a ramp up than anything else if it's like slow in the middle, it's a little weirder, because the initial part of this like movie starts off high octane. We get like a scene with Deku using, okay, slight spoilers coming up, but like for the manga, if you have, if you're not caught up, slight spoilers. Um, but we have Deku getting a great scene with him using Black Whip, and doing some actual Spider-Man shit like that looks awesome like low-key better than a lot of swinging sessions in spider-man itself <laughs> and yet um it's just the second half of the movie is just really like it slows down tremendously and obviously it can't be going at 90 the whole time like the whole time because that's i mean if you had a movie that goes 90 the whole time it has to be very short because it just doesn't work otherwise you can't have like a yeah. two-hour movie just going like ape yeah, shit like the hobbit part yeah. three mm-hmm yeah, that was, like, uh, yeah. Because then you just start to lose interest. Yeah, and... it's like 45 minutes of action in the end, and you're just like, my god, get to the end. <laughs> oh, I don't yeah, even want to watch fight at the end of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Third, I don't even want to watch the extended edition of that. I, Dude, I can't, I can't imagine what that would be like. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like I... That movie, sorry to derail Imani, no, has the longest recorded fight, like, action scene. Because it's like the final fight. It literally lasts like 45 minutes, and there's an extended edition. Yeah, and I just uh, I can't. Yeah, no, Hobbit Part Three is weird. The, the Hobbit one. I still have mixed feelings about the Hobbit movies. 
Yeah, <laughs> I will, I'll give Peter Jackson this. He tried and succeeded, but it wasn't that good. Well, he didn't want to come back just, for this. He said he didn't want to. I just personally wanted to see more accurate to the book The Hobbit. As I love I The agree. Hobbit as a book. But remember, I love yeah, that remember, book so much. The, it was a short story kid's book. He stretched it onto three fucking movies. Well, not short story I mean, kid's book. It's like 300 pages. It's, it's a pretty big... It's not huge, but it's a big book. It's yeah. definitely, like... It's definitely easier to read than if, than if the Lord of the Rings. If they wanted to expand it, they mm-hmm. could have done two movies at most, but they yeah. did at most. And... Yeah, but sorry that's... to derail that, Amani. That's alright. Don't know you're from. <laughs> Basically, go with my hero. <laughs> Be disappointed in the Hobbit. That's the two that we got from that. <laughs> like the thing is, like they're not bad movies. Like the Hobbit. Movies oh yeah, good, I didn't say they were I bad. Just, I just said be disappointed. I don't know, man. <laughs> they're like, literally they, like they, six they added some seven stuff seven. that I didn't understand <laughs> why in the movie. <laughs> yep. Like, why the hell was Legolas in it? Like, why, why was Legolas in it? <laughs> There's a huge lack of cohesion there. It kind of okay. feels like they... It's so confusing. So the best the book itself is good like... enough to have been made a movie. Mm-hmm. They could have just done what they did. Make a carbon copy of, 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 the, of the book, you know? So the it best way to describe it is, like, in a series of, like, eight and nines and maybe even tens, they have, like, a seven and, like, a six. For the hot yes. five. I mean, it literally dude, it's just, seven, okay, six, five. the three movies, like the the movies, they just made. I don't know why they made a whole another trilogy. Yeah, that the, wasn't the original that... one was a trilogy because it was one movie for each book. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. The this one was one, book, one right. book stretched out to three movies, and you're just sitting there like, why? Okay. Now I know why. <laughs> I, I know uh, what was it like? Guillermo del Toro wanted to make. I think his was going to be two, right? Mm-hmm. And then they canceled it, or rather, he stepped away from the project. So Peter Jackson came in to direct the two, and so he had to use Del Toro's plans with his plans. They didn't have nearly as much time to plan it as uh, Lord of the Rings, because there was already like four yeah. or five years of pre-production. And yeah. so he just had to wing it, and his winging it turned into the three movies. So for the sake of like just raw filmmaking talent, oh, raw, I'll give oh, it. Yeah, it's, they're good. Oh, yeah. you I mean, give him credit. You guys in should, terms like, of seriously. raw filmography and just like, mm. if I hadn't read the book. Yeah. I would read CDs and be like, okay, these are pretty good. Like, but having you... read The Hobbit book and then you watch those movies, it's very... Yeah. There's a lot of stuff so, that go no. on where you're kind of like, why, why did if they you do you this If you watch the behind-the-scenes, Peter Jackson legit got three to four hours of sleep a night for like six months on end with each movie. Yeah, and, I mean, he definitely, like, he, he worked his ass off for the and, and, it was, like, and, and, and it wasn't, it wasn't always completely, like, not just him, because Ian McKellen literally cried on set when he had to deal with nothing but just CG stuff the entire time. Like Just oh. CGI stuff? Yeah. And he was like, this is not what I, want, like, signed up for, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. There was a lot of on-set stuff in the first movies. That's, that's what made them so beautiful, was mm. they were on in an area, you know. They actually, it was, you know. It was real. Yeah. There was weight to things. Sorry, Imani, we didn't mean to derail. Oh, but... no, you're Lord fine. of the Rings I'm fans. Just... We're Lord of the Rings fans. I know. I know. I'm the only one that's not. It's fine. <laughs> I'll still offer to make the movies into episodic things you could watch. Oh, yeah, it's not good. You can give it a shot. That'd be a better way to do Especially it. Especially the extended editions of the original movies. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Uh, Y'all ever do like a run through of all of them? Yes. Just oh, yeah. to say, yes. fuck it, we're gonna watch <laughs> yes. all of them. My yes. parents all and I would time. do that all the all time. All the time, man. I, uh... It was like two days. It was like a two day ordeal. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing quite like it. Yeah. Amani needs to experience it, even though oh, I, dude, I will Imani. give you I know this, you're not Imani, big into high fantasy stuff, Amani, but that's kind of like, why I'm it. like I bounce off. This of is it so like... far. Is that it's like wow. It's I mean like I know it's the originator, but anytime I look at it as like a person that's 
didn't check it out when they originally came out. I bounce off of it because I'm like, oh, well, look no, this basic Imani, bitch it, fantasy thing. Well, <laughs> it's no, like, no, Amani, it's like, it's like this. Like, and I know I, I probably up, just offended you guys. I don't want to no, do that. But, no, know. no, it's fine. Amani, it's thinking like this. I grew up uh, watching and uh, reading the Harry Potter series, and I eventually read Lord of the Rings. I just grew up, oh, I like this better than Harry Potter. Fuck Harry Potter. I prefer Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I mean, it's very different, but yeah, I feel you, 100%. No, I get it. thing is, like, Amani's not very big into medieval stuff, though. Like, that's another thing. Amani's not super into that, like, kind right. of high fantasy, you know, knights and stuff like that. Like, that's not really something that, like, Amani is super into. Yeah. So it's it's definitely, like... I definitely would say you need to watch them, though. Like, 100%. Because this, this may sound like sacrilege. I actually don't like the books because I don't like Tolkien's prose. I understand. <laughs> I, but I, I love Malazan because... Somebody is going to read like this them. and they're going to load up a gun and find your house. <laughs> <laughs> But I 100% agree with you, Paul. Because yeah. I read, having read The Hobbit and then reading the mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings trilogy, it's he loves to ramble off of rambles the most and summarizes mundane. He summarizes the worst things and he rambles of the most mundane things. Yeah, right. like that's he'll why the Silmarils. <laughs> you know, yeah, he like he'll ramble about like oh the Silmarils and the the Rings of Power, but then he'll be like ah yes this lake this river. This river that runs through this mountain, this mountain, that, and it's just like, bro, holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> or the Pelennor Fields. It's I, like the he Pelennor summarizes Field, the whole like battle. There's like four pages page. on the Pelennor Fields. Okay, here's the thing. I give. Go ahead, Billy. I was gonna say, like, I give forgiveness a token about that mainly because it's a sense of world building. He just goes over yeah. too much into it. But because there's another example, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Have you guys ever read Starship Troopers, the book, the original novels? I have not. I have not, well, unfortunately. In terms of an example of world building, there's literally two chapters spent on just description of the power armor in the story. Jesus. Oh, well, that, no, <laughs> that needs see, to be done. That's, that's yeah. <laughs> but now, be done. But if you look at, like, Malazan, not to, like, hop back there, they like, it's heavy world building all the time, but it never feels like rambling, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, Tolkien, yeah, it, it meanders. Yeah, and um, anybody that listens to this and is like, oh, my God, Tolkien. How dare you? Oh, what I would say is you should do you uh, in a, a way to like not counteract it, but a way of making it way more tolerable is to listen to the Christopher Lee audiobooks of the Lord oh. of the Rings. Mm. Yeah, that would um, that would do. They're it. amazing. Dude, they're absolutely amazing. Dude, honestly, for, holy shit! They, like, as much as I'm reading the books, they mm-hmm. they meander. Something about hearing that voice reading it to you Dude, oh, yeah. makes it so much no, more tolerable. Saruman as uh, the narrator and the whole story, man, it's amazing. Saruman himself. Yeah. Ah. I mean, he's the only dude on set that actually met fucking... Christopher Lee? J- kind of Tolkien. Tolkien, yeah. Before he died, yeah. Christopher Lee actually met Tolkien himself. He actually read the books once a year, too. <clears throat> it's honestly yeah. one of those but like, things that I would have yeah. to say. If I'm so glad Paul never recommended, or you, Aaron, never recommended me to read the book. Oh, because yeah, that I would is, never recommend someone in, read those For like me, that. that is literally they really, the thing really I like hate that the most. It's an I older style of it. prose that just doesn't work. No. Yeah. This is also like or, right after World War One. No, I know, it's fine. I don't mind detail in stories. I hate rambling about mundane details in stories. Yeah. That's, that's why I'm like, if you guys had recommended this to me when like we were younger or whatever, I probably would have chucked the book across the room out of pure anger. I'm like, <laughs> you would have like hey, showed yo. up like the next day, like, hey, go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, what do you mean? You know this man wild? just ranted on a page about a river. I don't care. You know what's wild, too, is uh, with the Lord of the Rings trilogy, um, I think it was, he wrote it as one book, and it was the third draft that got published. Like, he rewrote it three times, and then they they were like, listen, we're going to split this. Into three books, yeah. this is, 
This is too long for yeah. one book, man. Like this Figure is way too out, long. Brother. Well, remember, you have to remember Tolkien and his uh, his study was literally about language existence. So he tried to the creation I mean, of the world building he, was no, no. His purpose was every language that he did for the story had to have a backstory to why this word sounded like this way. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah I mean, there's a, there's a reason you can learn language. elfish. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like you can just straight There's up learn elfish. Like it's mm -hmm. it's a taught language in like some mm -hmm. universities because just it's like you yeah. can learn world and Malazan because no. he's a anthropologist. Wait, hold on. Do they actually? Does he in Malazan? Do they actually have like a language as well that you can learn it? Oh no no no! He doesn't go into the languages. He'll like touch on it and things like that. It's more of the world. Okay. The building. So you yeah. you actually can remember like proper history yeah, the, dates the, in it. Like you mentioned. Like I told yeah. you, man, I'll be at work thinking about history that doesn't exist. Like, <laughs> You're like, oh god, that's really crazy yeah. that that happened back so, then. Wait a some, minute. Some like <laughs> yeah. yes, some fantasy stuff. But like, that's really good world building. Yeah, though. like being able to do that. That's amazing. Oh, dude, the Forkel Assail. That's mm. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, some fancy stuff will go into that detail, stuff. the culture, like, the language, and everything like that. Some, some... Like, honestly, Imani, <clears throat> I would never have recommended you read the Lord of the Rings books, yeah. knowing you. Watch but the I would definitely say listen to those audiobooks, because definitely yeah. like, yeah. listening to it is way easier than reading it. Because you don't have to sit there looking at a page as he meanders about this stream that has been there for over a thousand His years. Type actual like would have jerked the like, book at that Like point. I've said to Amani, <laughs> I, I, I will gladly go through, <laughs> I might do this with you, Aaron, I want to pick apart the extended editions of the movies, let him borrow them, and then write down the timestamps so he can watch it episodically. Because then he could get through it. Long movies, man. And, uh, yeah, I, I think mean, you'd appreciate it. We could, dude. Those movies, are like the, the extended editions of those movies, are like what four hours long yeah. each? Uh, uh, three hours the, twenty minutes for first one, three hours and forty three minutes for second one, and nearly four hours and six minutes for third one. Like, granted, yeah, the Return of the King is almost four hours. Granted, long. Yeah. I can never truly complain because we did sit down and we watched Justice League. We did watch the Zack Snyder extended <laughs> like, edition. But here's the thing. Edition, but here's but the like, thing. Like, I had gripes about the, the Snyder cut. I'm not gonna have gripes with uh, Return of the King. Return of the King is just dope all the way through oh, yeah. <laughs> i'll be honest imani as far as i know you like even though if you get past the fantasy aspect and the fact that it is kind of an older style of fantasy if you look at just the way the film is made the storytelling everything i think you'd really get hooked you'd be like oh wow this oh is uh, really i definitely good. think imani would like them it, like they're definitely. superb there's superb movies they're in the top 10 or like top 20 the cinematography is definitely and, just insane for those films Filming the amount of effort they put yeah. in the set building the mm. set building the film techniques certain stories involved with it especially the actors having to do real physical shit Dude, for the, whatever the reason actor, bro Viggo Mortensen became Aragorn like yeah. he just became Aragorn during the film or, uh, man would Sean go out Bean. and fish on a boat yeah. no 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 during certain set locations we had the film like in the woods instead of taking the helicopter like a lot of the casting crew takes to get yeah. there he literally hiked uh, there himself yeah. Yeah, Sean Bean. There. Like, Viggo Mortensen was like, oh. In full that costume! Man in became full costume. Aragorn. <laughs> Imagine it? you're walking through the woods hiking and you see a man in full, like, with a sword on his hilt, you know, like a whole cloak looking like a ranger, bow and arrow. Just, just. Pretty sure the woods. that's what uh, what Sean Bean did too, because he was terrified of like helicopters. So just yeah, as Baromir, he, he would hike up the mountains to meet them, and they would like just look down and be like, what are you doing? He's doing it. <laughs> there he is oh, again. Man. Hiking. I think what they have like four to six years of pre-production, like yeah, they had wild. almost five years yeah. of pre-production before they even started filming them. Yes, because they had they built the Shire. Like the Shire is mm -hmm. there. It's a real still. thing. It's you a real thing. And the mm -hmm. it's two different sets were used for both like human size and Hobbit size. Uh, yeah, uh, set pieces for it. It was really cool. I think that's why it's like I like them so much more than the Hobbit movies. Is as much as the CGI is better in the Hobbit movies, there was like something about 
it being real. Mm-hmm. Like, you being yeah. there, and it's like, no, this is real. Well, the this orcs is an and the goblins place. and the monsters involved actually were really... Dude, the orcs were so much nicer in the trilogy a lot than of the, the Hobbits. I like how this turned into a Lord of the Rings episode. That's <laughs> we're three Lord of the Rings fans. Like, I know nothing about <laughs> we're this. Three but finish your week of Rings fans. Fans. Oh, no, That's how we are. As far as my week goes. Anyway. If, um, if you want to finish your week, finish it, and then we'll come back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be rude. Kinda, I derailed this whole thing. Yeah, sorry about that, Amani. No, finish your week, I guess buddy. I'll just finish it off by saying like I got a couple other games that are in the pipeline that I'm going to probably be talking about next week. As well as a mm. webtoon that I have to start re- two actually that I have to start reading. Um, I guess if there's one other thing I could probably recommend is uh, a game called I Am the Hero. Uh, it's a another beat 'em up actually, um, but this one involves you playing as the hero and anybody else in the game that you beat because everyone has a move set and you can get them as assists that you can then switch to hmm. tag in and fight. It's a weird, uh, like, 2.5 or 3.5D um, <clears throat> game, but it's all sprite-based. But, like, if you ever play mm. it, the way hallways and things are shaped are always on this slight diagonal. And you can, the ground is 3D, much like, um, i trying to think, maybe, like, Star Renegade. Yeah, like, akin to Star Renegade or uh, Octopath, where it's, like, the 2D <laughs> on 3D kind of thing going on. But, um... I just realized uh, what you were talking about earlier. That big thing that I didn't mention. I thought it was another thing that was between us. No, you were talking about the King in Black. Yes, I was. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's neither here nor there. It's great. <laughs> Continue. But uh, I Am a Hero is pretty good. You should go check that out. It actually goes on sale for really cheap. I'm pretty sure I picked it up for two bucks. So like for two dollars, it's a, actually kind of a steal because it's a really great game. But... That's a nice little slide recommend that you can do. Other than that, that's going to be it for my week, though. <laughs> if you Very guys want to continue going on about Lord of the Rings, by all means. So, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> the, the CGI, right, like, holds up so well because they blended the practical effects with the CGI and a lot of what they used, too, from Weta digital that really like sent them into the stratosphere was, was they invented like the crowd simulation there's a whole thing yeah, where they, like they did the mocap which wasn't even mocap at first it was just yes. like removing the actor and putting it in the yeah it was mo-cap. like I mean, just straight up removing the actor's movement no. like andy circus bro one i love andy circus as an actor but the work that he did mm-hmm. as Gollum and smeagol in uh lord of the rings like that's the reason cg like one of the reasons mocap has gone as far as it has yes. now what, like what that a, movie is those movies are probably one of the biggest reasons. One of the one of the biggest examples I actually was surprised, especially during the first behind the scenes of the first Lord of the Rings movie, was the simple the existence of how they created the uh, troll in the first movie. They literally hmm. built a full scale version of the troll and scanned him entirely into the film. Mm-hmm. Like holy shit! How did you... they did they did the same with Treebeard as well? Mm-hmm. I mean it's it's amazing. <laughs> like this, it was like the true like birth of the cgi era and the close of the practical effects because era, in a way this and... this lord of the rings came out five years after jurassic park that was the biggest technological leap at the time and then five years later lord of the rings just set it off into the it's actually crazy how old those movies are and how good they look yeah. honestly it's, it's crazy. amazing yeah. absolutely amazing first lord of the rings is 20 years old now <laughs> i feel old yeah it came out it came out 2001 yeah i feel fucking old man <laughs> but it's it's a testament to like just how good the movies were because like uh 
what was it? Just everything about them, Amani. I know you're you still kind of like on the fantasy thing, but just as cinema, they are like some of the best I mean, examples it, you can ever have with cinema. Exactly. I mean, it especially like Frodo's journey is the story. Like if you look at like everybody else has their their plots, and those can essentially be kind of just subplots. But if you look at the main arc, it's Frodo's journey. It's Frodo getting to Mount is, Doom. Oh gosh! Like the end, you, it doesn't end truly. Even though, like people say, the fourth movie or the third movie ends and ends and ends, and it never reaches the end till finally, this one scene happens. I won't spoil it for you, Monty, but you know it ends because somebody smiles, and then you're just like, ah, what a journey! Also, <laughs> like, shout out to Samwise Gamgee. He's the he carried hard carry, the mm-hmm. definition of a hard carry. <laughs> Samwise is a great character. <laughs> if Samwise hadn't been there, everyone would have been fucked. <laughs> Truly. I mean, Truly. it's the bonds of brotherhood. It's the overcoming great odds. It's and Lord also, of the Rings is phenomenal. And Lord of the Rings also shows one of the early examples, at least for me, like, despite where you're from, you can always, uh, you can make companionship for any differences between the existence of a human, an elf, mm. and a dwarf. You are not predetermined by where yeah. you come from, but the choices I mean, and actions you decide to... The whole idea of an elf and a dwarf perform. becoming best friends to the point where literally at the end of it, like, Legolas... Well, I mean, I don't know if that's a spoiler or not. Like, kind of. Like, at, at the end of Lord of the Rings. Uh, at the end of the, Oh, no, I already know about this. Legolas is not mentioned like, as, like, the thanks thing? Well, Legolas is never mentioned. Like, yeah. l- 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 let's be honest. Legolas never even talks. He only speaks to Frodo once throughout That's the entire saying. film. Uh, <laughs> I know about that. Like, throughout it's the funny. entire, like, book and everything. But, like, the fact that, like, when when Legolas is going to the Undying Lands, he's like, I want to take Gimli with me. You yeah. Know? Dwarves yeah. don't go to the Undying Lands. That's not a thing they do. And he's mm-hmm. like, no, I'm fucking taking him with me. <laughs> you know? Like, that's a whole level of, like, camaraderie. Mm-hmm. That's, like, unbeknownst in, like, really a lot and of ways. didn't they, like, when uh, Gimli and his crew went back in and reconquered Moria, didn't they, like, rename it or in, like, honor of Legolas? Or, like, they, yeah, he they would named it in honor visit. of him. I mean, it was... Yeah. That right there, you know? It's, it's beautiful story. Like, the... the during the whole like you know Frodo trying to get to Mount Doom, there's also the the three the the three riders you know the three of like Aragorn, Legolas, and Gimli you know mm. just basically ransacking like they're so legendary that like we didn't even know who they were they didn't know it was Aragorn, Legolas, or Gimli it's just there's these three dudes that show up and they fuck up everything they uh, these orcs don't stand a chance when these three dudes show up oh, yeah, they're, no. they're just gone and not only that you know? Amani one of the two actually of the bit biggest and probably still best cinema, cinematic uh, battles ever is still exists in Lord of the Rings, Twin Towers and Return of the King. Oh, the the Battle Towers. of Helm's Deep is still battle. one of the best Dude, fights you will ever Helm's see Deep, in cinema. Oh. Holy shit! Pe- Pele you, is you, feeling this. <laughs> you, uh, Amani, did you ever watch the last the last season of, um, of uh, Game of Thrones? <clears throat> no, because it was awful. Remember, okay, okay, but did you, did you by any chance see the fight of Winter Winterhold, the 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 Winterfell, the fight of Winterfell, where they fight all the zombies and all that shit? Did you ever watch I that? I heard about it, and that didn't go over very right. well. Well, <laughs> it's like the biggest comparison between that and the battle, like the Battle of Helm's Deep, because they're both night battles. Okay, difference being the Battle of Winterfell, you cannot see, see shit. shit. <laughs> you can't. You just see. You just see like a mass of things coming, and you do not see shit. That, that was literally. 
the editor just had to go through highlight the footage, right? Go into shadows and highlights and turn the yeah, shadows like, down. That ticked it was, me off. It was so dark. And they're like, it's nighttime. You're not supposed to see anything. It's like, bro, it's a show. My whole reason for watching this is to see what's to going see. on. You know? Nighttime and is either going to be blue or it's going to be darker shades. Yeah, the Battle of Helm's what happens. They also... even were like, but... You know, they they talked to Peter Jackson. They were like, you know, it's it's really bright. You know, we're, like how are you gonna explain where the light's coming from when it's you know it's nighttime and there's like a random ass blue light? How are you gonna explain that? And he just goes to the guy. It's like this is a movie. They'll just figure it out themselves. We or don't have to explain it. Exactly, you know? it sells the fiction. It sells yeah. the fiction. And also, you know, he did it in the rain. That Helmsley was fought in the fucking rain, and he still sold oh, it. it such, the, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that fight! Helmsley is still one of like the greatest, yeah. just it, one of the greatest battles. It really time, is, bro. dude. Like, cause like Amani, that's where the Hobbit kind of drags. If you look at the Battle of Helm's Deep or like Pelennor Fields, the way Peter Jackson, like, if you read the scripts too, I think like the. Uh, the Battle of Pelennor Fields just says in like one sentence they fight as men do and then that's like a 30 minute sequence of Peter Jackson yeah. just meticulously planning a battle and it's <laughs> it's beautiful oh dude the battle of, like honestly the 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 when the riders of the charge of the riders of Rohan mm. that the the charge that they have the music oh dude the music the mu honestly oh, dun, dun, I need to go dun, rewatch dun, these movies now I'll be honest with you oh dude I once a year oh. I'm, I'm due this year I haven't watched it yet I, I need to do the same here this year but like, you know what you know what song so, you you watch them Howard Shore's like music dude with them. you feel epic you feel just you feel like you were like I want to ride in a fucking battle and fight against these orcs you, you know there's like, dude there's two songs oh. in the entire uh, series though that gets me every time. It's Hobbiton, you know, da -na 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 -na. Mm -hmm. specifically um, when it's sadder, you know, mm -hmm. and yeah. you hear just like the flute or whatever. Concerning Hobbits. Yeah. Exactly. But it's that one song at the end of the first one where the, the boy sings and he's like, in the cold of winter's night, or like yeah. some, I, I don't know what he says, but. The it, other know, song that really hits me hard oh, is man. Edge of Night, where, um, uh, was it? Uh, Home Pippins. is behind. Yeah. Oh god, that sequence still brings me tears. Like, oh man, yeah, that that's like that's pure. Oh man, what's another good song from that? Enya, you know, may it be. Have mm -hmm. you guys seen the music video <laughs> where it shows footage? Like, it's that journey of like like men overcoming like boundaries and obstacles and darkness and oh my god, yeah, I love Lord of the Rings. Matter of fact, I'm looking at the uh, the box set of the trilogy right now, and I'm uh, just like, yeah. Since I got paid, I'm, tem I'm tempted to buy it myself, and I have, I don't have a DVD player to watch it with right now. <laughs> you got a PS4? Go buy the. You got I a PS4? PS4 can play DVD. No, no, I didn't bring it with me. It's, it's like, oh okay. Oh. Sadness. Well, you got voodoo movies. Just go yeah. buy them. Yeah, but I want a good quality, you know. Just good quality. Yeah, on no, I feel you. But like, dude, it's, there's something about the like the way everything was shot in Lord of the Rings, <laughs> mm -hmm. like when when the Riders of War, Rohan come to Gondor's aid and Gandalf is at the front and he shines the light and you hear like the like the that falsetto that they always do when the eagles show up and stuff like that. Whenever yeah. there's like a moment of of like the like the winds change, basically that's what they say in the book. The shining beam of yeah. light when he rides away from the towards the Riders of yeah. Rohan. Like, oh my god, we're fucking nerds. <laughs> oh my god. You, oh, are you, dude, are you I remember crying proud. as a kid when I'm I watched you remember that. When, uh, you remember when Faramir and his soldiers are leaving us Gilead and the Nazgul are just destroying them and Gandalf rides out and you hear like the... Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> I cannot... 
get enough of it. Like the, the, dude, those movies are dude. Those movies are gonna be eternal. Like, I heard, honestly, they're they're just they're, there's there's oh, nothing man. I've seen. Be like people are gonna talk about like the Avengers scene where like all the Avengers show up and the portals open. It's not. It's like, as yeah, cool. that's great. That's amazing. Great scene. Fucking beautiful. But when the fucking Riders of Rohan charge the first time you ever see them, mm. and they come, they do that was like the most epic moment I've ever witnessed in, in a movie. And you ever. know what? Just you know what gets me, Aaron. Maybe you'll agree. Have you seen Dune? Uh, the original ones or the, the new one? The new one. I haven't. Okay, seen so the you new haven't one. seen I need it. To watch the new one. I I think once I see the second one, I'll have a better opinion on this. But if it turns out really well, this is Lord of the Rings for a new era because of how big and well put together it was. And that's that's a lot to say. I'm not gonna quote myself on that just yet, or because, like quote myself. Uh, yeah, it, that's the thing. The the quality first of the first set. movie rides a lot on what could, the second one could do. That's the pro. That's one of the problems currently I have with it. Yeah, it's it's all set up, but mm-hmm. back to Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I, I, when they charge the Pelennor Fields, mm. or like I, I heard Howard Shore, the composer, is going to be on the, the possibly on the Amazon series, and I they need him there. That man, just the way he sees. Dude, music. I have no hope for that Amazon series after everything that I've heard about it. I'm terrified. I'm so terrified. For Same. That Amazon <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm so scared because <laughs> uh, I'm gonna fucking watch it. and I'm gonna want to commit fucking genocide. <laughs> This is Amazon's like, bro, like, please, how you, please don't miss it. <laughs> oh my God, one a crucial scene that Amani, you've probably heard about. It's okay when Gandalf says, "Ah, you fools, bro." Fly, that's fools. every time I see that scene, and then like that afterwards, like, oh, the, dude, like if you want to talk about oh. like, like cinem, like cinematic excellence after Gandalf falls, right? When everybody's standing there. You see Aragorn trying to put himself back together. You see Gimli trying to rush back in because he's honorable, and that's what dwarves do. You see Legolas coming to terms with death because he just watched an immortal. And you see die. the hobbits shitting themselves because they're hobbits. Exactly. They have they're, no they're idea what's father. Going on. And then just <laughs> Frodo. And Frodo, Frodo is literally bawling his eyes out like we lost his best friend. One of his best friends. Frodo just friend. walks and keeps going, right? And it's because he has to. There's nothing else that's holding him back anymore in a way. But it's also he doesn't know if he has the strength to do this because his his father figure is gone. There's so many emotions conveyed in just like 45 seconds with the music, the acting, everybody's acting with their eyes. I actually, uh, and I'm not trying to sound too sappy or pretentious, but when I was in my film classes, right, uh, one of the classes the teacher had us do a report on our, our favorite movie scene and like why it worked. And I did that scene and everybody else did like a 20 minute scene or mine was 45 seconds of uh loss and that's when i kind of realized how much i love lord of the rings because everything about it money dude peter like people quibble a lot about the things that he departed from the books like he Mm -hmm. departed from the books in a lot of ways and i I get it to to. an extent but like the way he did it in so many situations it's like bro the payoff is just so worth it the payoff Mm. is so worth it yeah and that's like, a, there's there's so many moments that like you hear the music and it's mm. like I've never heard like hope be able to be like placed into like a sound mm-hmm. you know and that that like little the the falsetto sound like of like a of, of a woman like singing when like the elves come in or when like some like the when when the tides shift in a battle in those movies mm-hmm. like that is to me what hope sounds like like yeah. as a sound it just is you hear that and it's like ah dude we can win this shit no dude, you know you might no, be no. in hell but you hear that come on and it's like oh yeah i can okay. do this we got this <laughs> there's two things that, there's two things i want to say one oh yes howard Shore's being in talks to uh scoring the, the uh score for um the lord of the rings amazon series the amazon thing okay all right yeah. and the second thing the one uh no, no sound i've always thought like towards of hope when in the third movie 
Elrond gives a Narsil to Aragorn, like they oh, answer yeah. the King of Gondor, and there's a crescendo with along with the music. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, I love that scene so much. Oh, oh man, I'm smiling. <laughs> I just ah, everything about that man. Dude, that's, this just makes me need. I to got watch goosebumps the right now, oh, man. I have to watch that's, these movies like man, soon. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude. Uh, shoot, I, I love talking about Lord of the Rings. Um, I'm trying to think of like one more thing. Sorry, sorry, ladies and gentlemen in the audience. Uh, we did not mean for this to turn into a Lord of the Rings podcast right now. <laughs> no, but we got on it. Was, you know. The Lord of the Rings. Mm. Right. Of oh, dude. Okay. The, the one of the best scenes that defines hope, right? Is uh, the Ents are going to war. Like, yeah. You have these... oh the Ent scene, the Ent scene in the two tower in the twin towers. There's they don't even. I don't know why I said twin towers. The believe two towers. at all that they're gonna win. They just know that the time is now. We have to Fuck fight. It. We're gonna we fight. We might win. we might die. Yeah. You know, but these we're fighting now. These were my friends. Also, if for people that don't know, the the ant tree beard in the movie was meant to look as much uh, like uh, Tolkien as possible. They mm. wanted to go for something that looked as much like Tolkien as physically possible. Mm. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. God, dude, every every piece of everything in that if the, the movie, the the, the uh, cinematography, the acting, the music, the, everything, Amani is. I think. If we could piece it apart so you could sit down and watch it and get through it all, I think you'd really appreciate it and, uh, you know, put it in your top list. Fair enough. I have full confidence that it really does stand on its own. But on that note, let's move into trailers because I do. Uh, yeah, let's let's move on because we, we can. I said an hour and forty-five minutes. I'll push hours. it. Yeah. <laughs> we can literally sit here and talk yeah. about this for actual hours, dude. All right. To the news. <laughs> Because we need to move on from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> we have to. <laughs> we have to. That's nothing yeah, will change. No, no, we have to. We as much as I would to. love to continue, we have to. Okay, so I actually want to mention this because Pele had sent this to us. Um, you mentioned that Tomb Raider is getting an anime for Netflix. Yes. Um, supposedly, so, uh, yes, Netflix, on their rampant uh, tirade of making adaptations to a lot of popular ones, Netflix has announced cast members for an upcoming Tomb Raider anime. I have no idea exactly what's, who's really behind it. I have no idea what direction they're going to go with it. The screenshot that gave with the article shows, like, this cutesy 2D, uh, cutesy 3D, uh, almost chibi-like form of Tomb Raider. So, I actually kind of want to see uh, this animated, believe it or not. Like, this, this art style, whatever this is. I wouldn't yeah. mind actually watching it in this. <laughs> I'd be really curious of what direction they're going for. It looks like from the design they might go more of the traditional um, Tomb Raider style. The story, I have no idea how they're going to go with, On in all honesty. They, they are pre- apparently bringing back some characters from the games, though, because I saw Jonah might be in it. Mm-hmm. And Jonah was the big Samoan dude in the first one mm-hmm. of the new games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they might be doing like a, a mix of the two. Okay. Um, hey, if it turns out, great, because I'm down for anything that brings adaptation, because I'm still waiting for the Netflix to Tell May Cry uh, thing, which I will also bring up. They also uh, has announced that the uh, producer of the series is going to introduce stories from the anime, Devil May Cry anime series across multiple seasons, with both Dante, Virgil, and so on and so forth they're going um, to focus on. Hey, wait, they said so on and so cool. forth? Yeah, so on and so forth, I can't get into details with it. <clears throat> They could get into details. We better get my boy Nero. (laughs) I'm down. Well, here's here's the thing. They did not give a timeline uh, reference of where this is going to take place, or is it going to be an animated version of the games, which would also be cool. 
I'm also down for Honestly, that. Honestly, I'd be down for it. Just the events of the games, much like how Castlevania was um, mm-hmm. just told differently. You could pretty much cover... <clears throat> I wouldn't say you would rush through three, but you can cover three to three to one at least. No one problem. would be pretty quick, I would imagine. One is not... Yeah, one's not that long. So no. you could probably do three and one pretty easily. I, I want to know if they can fix a story with two. Is Devil May Cry 2 the one that's not good? Nope, that's, yeah. that's the one that's awful. Like, we don't talk yep. about 2. <laughs> gotcha. That's the one where it's like, we don't even talk about it. There's no point. This is Devil May Cry. One, three, four, and then five. Two doesn't even exist. It's, it's not gotcha. worth What about anything. DMC? That's a completely DMC different does timeline. Exist. <laughs> it does exist, though, entirely. but it's yeah. a timeline. Gotcha. <laughs> It's the mistake Gosh. they made instead of making five. <laughs> okay. yeah. Nothing's anyway. wrong with DMC. It's just shouldn't have made it. <laughs> yeah, no, the gameplay is fantastic in DMC. The story and character design people were really pissed off about. The sad part is apparently that's a lot of Capcom's fault. Oh, not surprised. Yeah, like the deal is is that the original team Ninja uh Team Ninja No, it's Ninja Theory. It's Ninja Theory that made it. Ninja Theory, Ninja Ninja Theory, Theory. had made a more faithful design to Dante. And was like, and a lot of the characters, and was like, how about this? And Capcom was like, nah, make it more different. And they're like, okay, I guess. I mean, we can go a little bit further. And they kept pushing it and pushing it until we got, like, the um, anorexic looking one from the first trailer. From the very first <laughs> yeah. reveal trailer. Where, where the guy had no muscles, like, he looked like he was emaciated and drugged the fuck he out. He looked like he was a meth head, and I was like, yo. He looked like a crack. <laughs> I wasn't even a Devil May Cry fan, and I was like, yo, this looks like a He looked addict. like a member of Motley Crue. I was like, oh no. <laughs> they had to run him back. They had to make him look a bit more healthier, and I'm like, thank you, at least. <laughs> like, I get him being skinny, but I was like, yo, this man looks, like, unhealthy. <clears throat> he looked cracked like, out, Like, really bro. unhealthy. <laughs> like, why does he look cracked? And then they said it was Dante, and I'm like, huh? <laughs> How is this him? <laughs> if it was a different protagonist, fine. Oh, but yeah, the fact that it's Dante, yeah. If it was, but the fact it was Dante, people had a shit fit with it. <laughs> you could have just said it was anybody else. Just Messing with established people. characters is kind of a, a rough thing to do for you know a mm-hmm. lot of people. And I went back and decided to look at what their design was. It actually wasn't that bad. Like uh, Ninja Theory's original design, it wasn't that bad. Like, I actually wouldn't have mind playing a game through it. It would have made everybody go, like, okay, that's a different Dante, but, like, this game's not exact. But it's it's different. But, yeah, 2 is the one that's, like, ugh. <laughs> we don't talk about 2. Nope. 2's um, place in the canon... Actually, this is the best way to describe this. You want to know the most important thing about 2? There's a character that shows up that's important named Lucia. She doesn't show back up again, but she's important. Um, yep. And Dante went to hell. <clears throat> and that's followed up in four by he spent some time in hell. <laughs> and that's about all you get from that. He's like, he's yeah, he spent back, some so time in hell. Time he in came hell. back to the human world somehow. Just that's, and now, now it, in fact, yeah. to make it even more clear, two has more relevance to Shinigami Tensei Nocturne than it does to Devil May Cry as a series. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's the reason why he ended up in that game. <laughs> I was like, "Hey, yo!" Like, look at this photo that I sent real quick. For yeah. Y'all. Like, I don't know. I don't know if Paul, you've seen it or whatever, but this is what he looked like when they first announced him. Oh yeah. And like specifically this photo, like one of the first things they showed, and it confused a lot of. Everybody people. was like, "Excuse me." 
Jesus. It's gross. How's this Dante? How God, is he Dante? looks like Nikki Six out of. Uh, <laughs> you ever seen that movie? Uh, what's that Netflix movie that Jeff Tremaine did uh, about uh, Motley Crue? Not oh, sense. about the Molly Crew movie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was it Dirt something? Oh, the yeah. Dirt. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> the Dirt. Yeah. Oh, I will like say this. Dead, like, yeah. uh, one of the more insulting things, because they decided to do this, pull this in the game. Uh, during one of the cutscenes in DMC, the, a piece of mop, uh, he- mop landed on uh, Dante's head. He looks himself in the mirror with the white hair, like, not in a million years. That was it off. Like, okay, that's just a big fuck you to Devil May Cry fans. It's what the fuck? also really I'm stupid. Okay, so look, here's the deal. I saw it and was like, oh, that's a good chuckle. And then was like, people aren't going to like that, though. People did not like that. Obviously <laughs> not. People did not get the chuckle like I did. And then on top of that, it's also ironic because at the end of the game, he gets the white hair anyway. <clears throat> yeah. Like, it's double trigger. He gets the white hair. Like, what the fuck? No, I mean, what? were they planning? Were okay. they planning a sequel with this? Yes. Yeah, like yeah. a whole series. The story they was were. supposed to continue. Yeah, they were, but they were like, it didn't. It the game didn't do well, apparently. So no, it, it sold continue. well. It's just a lot of fa- fan. Ha- uh, a lot lash- of fans were not yeah. were not very happy with yeah, it. Yeah, a lot of okay. lashback. Like, no, we're not gonna continue this direction. It's just funny because, like, yes, the devil trigger gives him the white hair, but also at the end of the game, his hair just turned white because of the fight with Virgil. Like, because he has his mm. fight. And they both were going at it, which is also really stupid because Virgil is his twin and has a full head of white hair as well in that game. <laughs> it's like I will say, I th- it looks like they kept kind of the same design with uh, in Devil May Cry. Who's the uh, five? Who's the skinny guy? Nero. The, uh, Nero. Oh, V. Nero. V. No, yeah. you're thinking v, v, of v. 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 Yeah, I was gonna say I, I'm I'm not played the game, but from what I've seen, I was like, wow, he really gives me uh, DMC vibes. V's cool. He's actually yeah, one of like the v. coolest characters they've introduced lately but the last one was nero and i can't really be beat so <laughs> just, he's my favorite okay what i can say and then obviously virgil exists and everybody loves him it's just, and dante <laughs> dante's the dante. main character so it's why you're here <laughs> yeah. good old dante it's like but um i can't wait for six i really want six to happen i'm ready for nero to get his own game by himself and i'm hoping that they introduce another <clears throat> protagonist because hopefully one to fit a different aesthetic because every single Devil May Cry character fits a different aspect of what cool is. So like Virgil mm. is like Japanese cool, right? Like he's a samurai like kind of dude where he's like he's doing the quick judgment cuts and things like that. It's like, oh yeah, cool. Like Dante's the wild, more like surfer, kind of chill, relaxed, I'm lazy about what I do, laissez-faire kind of cool. Um, mm-hmm. The... Is goth cool? <laughs> That's the best Wade. way to describe him. He's Wade. Wade's not cool. <laughs> what, I'm not saying Wade's. No, I'm saying like Wade's cool. Like what Wade would like look to and be like, oh, that's more. I want to base Wade my personality. Off He's gonna of. be like, Wait, I'm not throwing you under the bus. They're the ones doing. I'm literally just it's saying. So yeah. God, guys, come on, leave Wade alone. <laughs> But, um, oh, and Nero is punk, actually, specifically. Um, <laughs> his, a lot of his aspects have been attributed to punk. Um, I would like a hip-hop one. I would like to see what hip-hop cool would look like. Yeah, you gotta be careful, though, because if it's Japanese developers making They can do a cool hip-hop we don't, cool. We don't want a Mr. Popo. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I think... It's not gonna be Mr. Actually, Popo. Actually, Devil May Cry has been pretty, um, like, chill 
with their depictions of black yeah. people. There aren't many, but Morrison was a per- like their redesign of Morrison was actually pretty nice. Then I declare, give me fifty cent blood on the sand. <laughs> <laughs> So we could actually get a really cool version of uh, of hip hop. I would like to see a hip hop version. <laughs> you almost said Fifty Cent, didn't you? No, 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 no. <laughs> Fifty Cent would be funny though. But like that would make like Devil May Cry's take Sean on hip hop. I want to see it. He's <laughs> like, whatever it is, Nero just needs either another antagonist that we can play as, or like he needs his Virgil, or he uh, he needs like a considering where he is at the end of five. He needs a uh, disciple, like someone to teach or a protege. If, uh, that's a better one. I'd like to see that because technically we never got to see that with Dante. Like we never got to see him teach anybody and Virgil had a kid. Nobody knew. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just imagining 50 Cent in the universe, <laughs> but it's only like audio clips of his songs and interviews. <laughs> I never masturbate. Never. <laughs> Oh man, you just use all of his animations from <laughs> Blood in the Sand. Oh my god, dude. Yo, okay, exactly. real talk. Yo, someone out there in the modder community, if it hasn't been done already, I need you to mod 50 Cent into Devil May Cry 3. I just need to see how that plays Please. out. I just need to see yeah. it. Just do the whole thing. <laughs> Get the sound clips too from Blood in the yeah, Sand. Yeah, just do that. F- what was the first one? It was like 50 Cent something, and then it was 50 Cent Blood Do in the what sand. we've been doing to CJ. Which is actually to, a really good game. <laughs> Please, mm, they exactly. were pretty good. 50 Cent Blood and Blend the Sand is actually a good game. <laughs> it's just co- so so confusing. When you, like, now, when you look at it now, you're like, you're this, like this was a game. We made this. <laughs> I've seen 50 Cent stream playing 50 Cent Blood in the Sand. I watched that. It was amazing. That sounds awesome. He was just mad because there was a point where he gets, like, shot and, like, he was mad as shit that they made him look like a bitch. <laughs> he was mad. <laughs> he was like, he's the only person that could probably... <laughs> Like, actually say that. He was like, I didn't act like that when I got shot. What the hell? Man got shot six <laughs> times in front of his grandmother's house. And it's like, man, I didn't act like that when I got shot. And I was like, well, mean shit. You know, fair damn, enough. Like, I you get to say that. Like, damn. You should have been present for the interview. We would have gotten it right. He's like, you actually get to say that. He's like, man, I wouldn't have took it like that. Come on now. <laughs> oh, man, that's great. But, um, <clears throat> moving forward, because we got stuck on Devil May Cry for a second. Um, let me see. Let's talk about this Elder Scrolls DLC. It's coming out. Deadlands. Ooh, yes. Gates Deadlands gameplay trailer. Yep. It's funny because I I just got Elder Scrolls like a couple like like a month ago. I actually bought it like the Elder Scrolls Online. So it's kind of cool. They always shook me because I actually forgot they were still putting out DLC. I'm not gonna yep. lie. Like this came out and I was like, oh wait, we're actually. Getting I mean, more? yeah. <laughs> it's 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 cool though. I mean, they have a very big player. They do honestly. Oh, yeah. It's not as big as fourteen, and I'm not trying to throw shots. I'm just saying it's not. Um, but oh no, it's but like it's got a very it's a different type of MMO uh, compared to fourteen anyway. So it makes sense. In that They're regard. doing Oblivion really well here. Oh yeah. yeah, dude, they did the they finally went to elsewhere. I was so happy about that. Like they went to a, a different continent for once. Nice. Oh for sure. Now I just want them to go to the Black Marshes, and I'll be really really happy. Oh yeah, the that's what I'm hoping the next Elder Scrolls is is Elsewhere and the Black Marshes. Elsewhere's already been done. No, wait, wait, wait. Black. Aren't we supposed to be going to uh, the Redgar country? Elsewhere hadn't been done. No, the Black Marshes. The Black Marshes it hasn't been done yet. Wait, but aren't we supposed to be going to like the the Redgar uh, like continent? Oh, Daggerfall. Yeah, yeah, Daggerfall. Yeah, I think Daggerfall is the next in the expansion. Those six, they, I think we're going back to Cyrodiil, from what I understand. Okay. 
you know what? Some, some people think Rockfall. Some people <clears throat> think Cyrodiil. But that's not too bad. It would be cool to see where the orcs are. Mm-hmm. It would be cool. I, I'm not gonna lie on that one. But since we're, I just, orcs are honestly one of my favorite races in Elder Scrolls. I hated them in Lord of the Rings. I really liked them in Elder Scrolls. <laughs> yeah. Well, the I, orcs. You know what I, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I actually hate them. Okay. In, uh, no, it's like like di- different fantasies have different depictions of orcs. Orcs in Lord of the Rings are just straight up like uh, mutated human beings, or, like evil humans. evil villains. villains. Well, orcs are just a regular another species, just look more demon esque and more burly than regular yeah. human. That's essentially what they are. That's it. It's like, I. It's one of the reasons like I was speaking like how like the the Shadow War games kind of detached from actual lore. There was like this thing that you found like an orc dagger, and it's like uh, orcs have been here since before men. And I'm like, no, no, wait, hold on, now, give me a second. That's not physically possible. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's not, not right. possible. <laughs> That's not how that works. That's that can't be right. Morgoth literally created them by corrupting men and elf. You know, it's in the books. <laughs> I'll be honest. But though, I mean, you know, with Elder yeah. Scrolls and the next gen stuff with particle effects and physics, I really hope to see. It's gonna blow up people's and... PCs, dude. Oh, it's yeah. gonna oh, yeah. nuke people's PCs. Yeah, guys, but yeah, no, I, I really. I, oh no! I, I just really wanted to see elsewhere in like buried cities. Oh, you know that'd what be I mean? amazing, like, man. Unfortunately, Paul, the next Sandstorms thing we're gonna be seeing is this Elder Scrolls adventure game. I don't care. Because we're uh, back yes. in Skyrim again, because we can never stop. Sky- no, no, not, not just Elder Scrolls, sorry. Skyrim, the Yeah, let me actually game. mention this. Yeah, it is Skyrim specifically. That's where the vitriol it's comes from. It's kind of weird that it's Elder Skyrim specific. They could have done it Elder Scrolls in general. Elder Scrolls having an adventure game is fine. It's the like fact that it's This game is 10 Skyrim years game. too late. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. It's just wild to me. Like, Todd is like, how can we sell Skyrim game. again? How? Board game! <laughs> we'll make it a board game. How do we board build game. for Elder Scrolls 6? Without building hype for Elder Scrolls, <laughs> we put well, Skyrim back in your games. <laughs> I'm amazed that it's not even a board game about the new one that they're making, because that actually would no, be it's, smart. It's still Skyrim <laughs> again. It's Skyrim again. Yo, we weren't wrong. We were. They were really gonna make this playable on everything. <laughs> like, <laughs> you can play Skyrim. Now you can Yo, play, I don't so have. I don't have a. Cards. I don't have a PC or a, or a console. Now How you can play Skyrim, Skyrim without using electricity. You don't have. A, you don't have electricity to play Skyrim now. You can play with paper. It and can plastic. literally <laughs> run on your toaster now. You can put it on your toaster. You can put it on anything. You can put it on your fridge. <laughs> That's kind of wild. You can play it in your car. <laughs> It is kind of cool, though. Oh, like, I'm not going to lie. Awesome. The idea of an Elder Scrolls board game is actually kind of cool. It's yeah, yeah. weird to me that it's a Skyrim-specific one. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, bro, that's, this game came out like 10 years ago. Dude, they made a Doom board game. Like, how do you make a board game out of, an F, uh, out of the original FPS? That's, that is kind of wild, yeah. That's actually quite impressive. Oh, man. That's, this just got me, though. It's like they were determined that this will be playable everywhere. Hey, I'll I'll give it a shot. I already own all scrolls. I oh wait, uh, one thing. If this job makes gives me enough money, I'm gonna try to get a new gaming laptop because I know I can't get a desktop out out here anytime soon. I might actually have to do the same thing for as well. Well, that actually it's kind of cool. You have like crafting points. Oh yeah. So it's like you're actually yeah. playing the campaign of Elder Scrolls, but in the, I'll, I'll give them props yeah. for that. Oh no, it's they did a good cool. job with it. It's just that it's Skyrim again. <laughs> Just, it's specifically the vitriol comes from it's Skyrim, not yeah. That's this is this is obviously a cool idea. Go get it, no, guys. Yeah, if you want it? Yeah. <laughs> but I just want to be an orc in Skyfall so I can be oppressed. 
I I'm, I'm a little upset because they're not they're they're I'm being oppressed right now as well because they did not include my um uh, Ard- Argonian folks in the in the in the board games. I'm a bit oh, upset. Oh, dead ass? Really? No, oh, no Argonians. No Argonians. Like, why the fuck did you take away the lizard people? They're my people. I hate to say it. They look cool, but no one's trying to play a lizard. I am. Underwater. No one's like, fucked up. I know plenty of people that love Argonians. <laughs> I am. I love Argonians. I may not be one of them, but I completely understand why. The Argonian lore is pretty badass. Yes, that's no, why I, I like. It. That's why I Argonians want, are like, oh, you're invading our realm? No, 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 no. We invading We're invading your realm. <laughs> yeah. Why do you think Absolutely. I want to go to the Black Marsh? Is so fucking bad. They're the one of the biggest continents on, um, in in Tamriel, and we have yet to visit it. That's hilarious. Their lore is just funny to me because it's like, oh, we're getting invaded by these demon people. Okay, how, what if we just reverse Uno card these fucks and invade them back and do it way better? The lusty Argonian maid. Reverse Uno! <laughs> it's like, and now Uno. we're here. <laughs> Argonians possess the infinite Uno card. Reverse Uno. But next up, <laughs> speaking of, because Paul, you mentioned the beautiful graphics and things of that nature before of. Uh, wanting to be oppressed in, um, well, what was it called again? Uh, Sky. I called it Skyfall. I got the name wrong. It was um. Skyfall. What's the place <laughs> in, in Skyrim that's like the top right city? It's uh, Windhelm. Uh, that yeah, Windhelm. No, it's not. Windhelm's the center. It's uh. Hammerfell. Not Hammerfell. It's it's where the the throne is for the Nords. Oh, the Nords. It's still Skyrim. Um, this White Run. Uh, it's the city to the top right. It's like right. Uh, Winterhold. That's Winterhold, it. that's it. Yeah, Winterhold. Oh, I see, I see, I see, I see. Yeah. Well, remember, man. I'm trying to be oppressed <laughs> and look very the opposite of completely nice graphics, but still beautiful. In uh, mm-hmm. Yarnum again, because we got to talk about Bloodborne PS1 Demake and yeah. how it's coming out in uh, yes. January. Yes, the beautiful, well, not beautiful, uh, still still cool-looking Demake of, of Bloodborne. <laughs> Oh man, this so, looks so good. And apparently, it's just yeah, the you know this is about to get shut down before it fully released. Oh no, it's yep. fine so far. They're not going to do anything yep. with this. They've, it's been no, active for a, a while. They're not going to do anything. Yeah, this is a remake, so Sony's not going to do anything against it because it's not technically not a. It's not copying or um, <clears throat> so burnishing their uh, copyright on Bloodborne. I just hit my mic. Is, so is it like the full game? No, it is. No, it no, is no, the no. first area. Because oh, okay. which is yeah. fair. But you actually, I think the end of it stops at Gascoin, but it's done extremely well, which, I mean, that's actually quite a bit to play through. That's like yeah. the first two hours of the um, game. There is, and this is not for a legal thing, because it's still legal. There is a, if you can hack your PS4 or know how to do a lot of emulating, there's apparently there is a 60 frame per second mod you can do for your PS4 for Bloodborne to run it at 60 frames per second, because the game, unfortunately, no matter how strong your PS4 is, is locked at 30 frames per second. And that's fair. Yeah. I actually saw, like, the whole thing with that was, like, if you did it on PS4, you'll get, like, 30 to 40 frames. PS4 Pro is, like, 40 to 50. And the PS5 is, like, 45 to 60, depending on the yeah, environment. Actually, Maybe just cause it no, wasn't, no, like, I had it on PS5. I had it on PS5. It, it was locked at 30. I'm talking about, like, the, the uh, mod. Oh, yeah, the mod, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, the game just wasn't optimized for it. But because they bought Bluepoint, they're trying to bring all their first-party games to PC. PC. I'm hoping Bloodborne comes to PC. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Apparently, I'm excited. Maybe. I, ho- I hope that's true. I fucking hope that's so. Bluepoint is a pretty good studio. I can't wait. I kind of want to see them do their own game, to be honest. But seeing them remake stuff isn't bad. I'm not opposed. <clears throat> yeah. 
Dude, this looks amazing. That's what I'm saying. It looks awesome. You're looking at it right now, the D-Make. The D-Make. <clears throat> the D-make. Mm-hmm. It really looks like it's a PS1 game, like more than these other like retro-looking games that I've seen. Like, I give it credit, though. The animation an, is very nice for it. Yeah, it's an incredibly like um, faithful dude, recreation of dude, the, the, the original game. the sound effects, that... Like the, uh, and then the blood making that noise like the, that makes me think of like I'm telling you man ps1 aesthetic is a thing i want to see more games do i want a uh i want like character action game with like this aesthetic mm-hmm. that would be cool yeah. to see like i'd like to see the aesthetic come back but not inherently the gameplay come back if that makes any sense all the time yeah i think that's why like i like valheim so much mm-hmm. is because it's got that that kind of aesthetic but the gameplay is very modern mm-hmm. dude it has the who's the guy uh, that you fight that does the magic? Um, oh yeah, I know you're talking about that. Um, the one to have that fight. So are you sure it's just the first? Yeah, area? they mentioned that it has up to the gas coin boss fight. So I don't know if it ends directly at gas coin, but apparently no, that's because the gas coin fight. Because if you're going that's on the gas coin fight, you only get to fight two bosses. It's the cleric beast and, and the... Father Gascoigne. That's it. Mm. That's the first part. But, but if it's you're going to fight, it end up like. I know. Dude, this looks so good, Maybe they're though. mixing it up because it's not, I know it's not all of Yarnum. They may add other bosses into it, like um, Mikalash, or even... I heard one detail they might include Erebus into it. If they made it a collection of, like, pretty much, like, the best parts of Bloodborne, I wouldn't mind. Okay, just like a PS1-sized game. Yeah, if they yeah, yeah, did yeah, yeah. that, I personally wouldn't mind that. <clears throat> I was gonna say, some of these places look, like, very different in their design, but... That's not a bad thing. Yeah, they're not. I don't think they're gonna fully recreate all of Bloodborne in the PS One thing. It's gotta look like it's gotta it's gotta be runnable on PlayStation One. Technically <laughs> speaking, like, <laughs> it's so. What is is this just gonna be on PC? Yes, most likely for yeah, free. If I'm not mistaken. Or... Yeah, because what I understand. Yeah, because it's... I don't think Sony's gonna let this come on PS Four. If they did, it'd actually be kind of awesome. Actually, wait a minute. Um, oh, man. If they did, it'd be kind of nice. One out. Anyway, I remember seeing something about it earlier, but I, I can go check it out just to see. But it just seems like a big legal thing that I don't think Sony would agree with. That's all. I, that's all I'm saying. No, I agree. I agree. But in the meantime, we will move on to. Okay, so let's 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 actually get into it because we mentioned this being a thing anyway. So, yo, Overwatch 2 and Diablo 4 Before have delayed. been delayed. They've been delayed. For according, obvious uh, reasons. One, yes, this for obvious reasons, according to the recent uh, finance report from Activision Blizzard, both titles are and also, delayed. And also, there's a lot of stuff that they're dealing with right now. Yep. Uh, they need to get their honestly, shit together and get rid of some people. They need to get their shit together. So for, Can I talk about something real quick? Go Which, ahead. Uh, it's going to probably be like the whole them changing McCree's name. Or whatever the fuck they're gonna call him now. He's, it's, uh, his name is now Cole Cassidy. Cole Cassidy. Why? Yeah. Like, okay. Oh, because he's named after because one of the. They named him he's after, named after one the of the dudes. dudes yeah. Um, was, uh... And I get it. Like, trust me. Like, I understand why they felt like, oh, this is what we're gonna do, and I understand. But I also feel like it's them erasing it. You know, trying to figure out a way of how to make people try to forget about it. Because it's like, yeah, them changing the name of this character isn't going to unsexually assault all the people that suffered in that company. Nope. You know, like, it's not going to It won't do anything, shit. yeah. No. Um, it's, to me, it's like, I, I do understand, but it also feels like a very cheap 
cop-out type of way of like, look guys, we're doing something to change, but it's like, you're, you're not really. They've been actively caught trying to lie to people. They've been actively caught burning trying documents. to get their own employees yeah. to documents, things. Uh, hiring They've been burning busting, documents. Union... They've gotten in trouble because they were actively keeping things from police and investigating. Like, they've done a lot of things to try to get people out like that should be going and getting punished. But they're doing this as a way to, like, look, community of this game that nobody really plays anymore because it's broken. We're doing this to try to look better. But it's, like, it's such, it feels like such a cheap way of them going about it, you know? Like, I don't... Them changing the name, it's like, I get it. But, like, really? Of all the things you could do? Really? It's kind of... How about you publicly come out and condemn these bastards? And just be like, you know? hey, yo, Why don't look, you do that? it's this one, this one, this one, and this one. Straight up. Done. Like, you know... <laughs> These are all the fires. Because they're talking about, yeah, we're going to do our best to try to make sure that we change as a company, but they've been actively caught doing their best to make sure that the investigators have the hardest time possible getting in. So just to me, it's like, yeah, I mean, it's just just them trying to appease people, essentially. They don't give a shit, you know. And it's just so disgusting. This is my take on it. I, I personally think it's a very lazy way and a very you know no, you're right. cheap way you're of absolutely to right get out of i this. agree it's just one of those things where it's just like be better if you really knew about the stuff that was happening i mean probably shouldn't yep. have let him and the thing is that activision and the, and the worst thing about it is activision blizz is not the only one under, under the fire that hasn't actually done anything to fix themselves ubisoft once a fucking again is going under through the same as uh same exact shit and now there's another petition from the employers, employees inside the company, telling people in the public to stop. Uh, if you want things to be changed, th- do something um, as a consumer against the company itself. That's fair. I mean, Ubisoft hasn't been really making very good games lately anyway. I mean, the only no. thing that they've made recently is... Uh, I heard Riders Republic was good. I mean, yeah. That and uh, yeah. Far Cry 6 is obviously pretty good. But Far Cry 6 is basically the same game as all the other ones. Yeah, no. If it's a triple A, if a it's a triple A release, I don't care anymore from Ubisoft because more than likely it's a copy and paste. Dude, I, I'm, I, I, dude that fucking Ghost Recon game, like, don't even get me started. <laughs> uh, Breakpoint. <laughs> dude, no, not Breakpoint. Frontline, the new one that they announced. Oh Jesus right. Christ, <laughs> dude, at least Breakpoint was a open world, you know, quote unquote tactical shooter, but Frontline is just a fucking battle royale, and it's it's like, bro, why? Why, and even bigger God, copy why? paste. <laughs> uh, like I, I, I redownloaded Wildlands and was playing it because it's like, damn, it's really been a minute since we got a really good Ghost Recon game because Breakpoint was fucking garbage. Yep. <laughs> like, how did they waste? How did they waste the Punisher? How did they waste my <laughs> you, boy? You wasted John Bernthal and all this. Like, why? Why? He was you so do happy this? to do this, and he was like, "Yeah, it was amazing. Like, I love the process." But then you play the game, and it's like, you know the. I don't know if this is spoilers for the game, but you can kill him within the first 30 minutes of the game. No, you can't. Because, okay, they... You can just kill him. Yeah, the mission... just go kill the main villain. <laughs> the mission set up in Ghost Recon Breakpoint makes absolutely no sense because you can essentially uh, capture and interrogate any important people with information, and they randomly give you a mission. That random mission can end up being the very final mission of the game. Wow. <laughs> I didn't so know you can that get up part. The final... Yeah. You can just... Go kill him. You can just go kill the main bad guy, which is John Bernthal. You can just go kill him. Just in the first 30 minutes of the game. It's like, wow. That's kind of... Wow. 
that's level, like not uh, good Tomb level design. The game, I don't know if you guys played that. You could like kill the main enemy and like you meet him at the beginning, like twelve minutes in. Yeah, but does yeah. the game mm-hmm. change for that? Like, does it go like, oh wow, you killed the main villain? Credits. No, you kill. Okay. No, 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 not because credits. It, because here's the thing: the game, you can still play the game after that you kill the main bad guy, but it's a second command who takes. Uh, through the whole story instead of playing John Bernthal's character like what yeah like it's just so odd it was just odd it's so confusing like Wildlands I think did a really <laughs> good job of like how you did missions because it's like you go to an area there's like the bosses you have to find and you got to just fuck enough shit up to the point where you get the information you need to go get the fucking bosses mm. you know like there was a lot the loop was kind of repetitive but it was also kind of nice because it's like, oh, you know, you, you kind of knew what you needed to do in each area and, like, how to do it. And it wasn't like you could bum rush the fucking main villain, you know? That's true. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. It, it's just odd. Yeah. It was just really... It's confusing. It, it was really disappointing. But anyway, um, the next one you want to talk about? Oh, yeah. Let's uh let's talk about Elden Ring, since we're not too far away from the Bloodborne situation. Oh, yes. Let's talk about that. Because we got some gameplay for this. Yeah, we got, got some like 20 minutes. 20 minutes? Yeah. Yeah. It looks Jesus good. Christ. Yeah. It looks I'm, good. I'm not super huge into Dark Souls, you know, that kind of, those kind mm. of games, honestly. I've never been super into them, but like, holy shit, this game looks good. Dude, yeah, I see like... some elements of the Sekiro involved with it with the stealth kills. And hey, my guy, it has a jump button. <laughs> like... Yeah. It looks like you can jump. <laughs> It's jump? like they took everything about all their games that worked and made a giant open world with it, and they were just like, have at it. I'm so excited. <laughs> Pele, a I lot of wait. ways, this kind of reminds me, and I hope they got some ideas from that competition that we saw, where people oh, just yeah, designed Neo. a bunch of, like, yeah, bunch of mm-hmm. boss fights for this. And I was like, like, the fact that a dragon <laughs> could just show up. It'd be like, hey, I'm just here yeah. to fuck up your day. And that's a boss. We know it's a boss. There was no fog door, but it's a boss. There's no way it's yeah. not. Yeah. <laughs> Mounted combat just, looks yeah. really cool. Yeah. Dude, the magic system in that looks phenomenal. Like, all the extra, like, kill animations or things. Oh, yeah. Actually, or yeah, summoning I'm, little yeah. uh, dudes. Like, yeah. I'm actually curious about that in terms of, like, builds. Are we able to do, like, what the other games did? It? Like, not, not in the Dark Souls series, but, like, Neo, where certain weapon builds you can create or even magic builds I'm in this hoping regard? that this is the most expansive they've <laughs> ever been. Also, I noticed something. Someone was dual-wielding two spears. Which yeah. lets me know that if we go back to the customization, like the build customization we had in two of Dark Souls two, yeah. It, oh, it's got it. They got more, the wing blade. In that there I was too. like, hey, not the yo, good. You remember the the what's it the the what's the blade in Dark that was in Dark Souls two that like was two blades attached to a handle. I those are made. I, I can't remember what it was. I can't remember, I can't remember that one. Because I, I you, you said see, that I immediately thought Bloodborne. Yeah. That's the deal. If you want to see um, how good the hitboxes are in this dude, just look through the footage and find where he charges, uh, the, like the main guy charges a guy with a spear. The spear goes right past his shoulder and doesn't trigger like blood or hurt animation. I was like, yeah. Was like, we got them good hitboxes that only work it's if they hit so you. so much better. <laughs> I like Dark Souls 1 where it doesn't make sense. He was like, how did I get stabbed just now? I was all the way over here. Or Monster Hunter. I mean, granted, we'll be fine. We played with broken hitboxes before. We'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. But. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, they got the lightning thing going on, too. Honestly, the other thing about this trailer that like makes me really go weird. Okay, so obviously, I'm going to say this. Elden Ring is, quote, unquote, not attached to the Dark Souls series. It's its own thing. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, its, it's own, its own thing. thing. 
I'm not stupid. That being said, dude, is it just me or does this like constantly come across as like a prequel to Dark Souls? Especially oh. with like the quote unquote oh, yeah. main you guy. You come out of the fog, you're the hero. Yeah. The main guy specifically, like the the one that they're like, hey yo, this is probably gonna be the guy on the box art. Not really, but it's technically that guy. Reminds me of the nameless king on so many levels. <laughs> By default, yeah. and I'm well, like, the, the nameless king though. His story, he's one of the sons of Gwyn. I know he right? is he's the favorite son who apparently sided with the dragons, and his name was struck from the exactly. record. That's why he's called the nameless king. Exactly. But I'm just kind of like, exactly. man, this looking, it's looking kind of, kind of familiar. You mentioned the stealth combat, bro. When they're running through the, when the guys in the streets of like that curved like uh, castle, you know, mm-hmm. it's like leading up through the gates. I was like, I've seen this in Dark Souls 3 and in Demon Souls. Come on now. If actually you can just walk up <laughs> into a dungeon, stupid. I was like, oh wow, we can just have this time, like, at random Yeah, points right, you game. get to choose which level you go to. <laughs> <laughs> which technically is a lot like uh, both Dark Souls 1 and Demon Souls, right? Like, you got to kind of pick whatever order you wanted to go in. There's a set order that yeah. you should go in, but you can do it at all, like, whenever you feel like it. I love that, like, now the dungeons are, like, in the world, so you can kind of just, like, walk into, like, the side, and you'll find probably a way in, mm-hmm. and it's, like, still a Dark Souls level. Like, God, dude, trying to find NPCs, like, specific ones is probably going to be a pain. Oh, dude, but... I hope they streamline this, because, like... <clears throat> well, you can put markers on the map. You can, yeah. but I hope they streamline the quest lines for uh, Dark Souls, because in this open world thing, the idea of having to be in certain places at certain times in the story is going to get real annoying. In order for things yeah. to kind of work. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. that sword. I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay. I'm seeing Isn't it in the gameplay. Blade, the one that you were trailer. talking about. Yeah. The dual blade. Isn't there, like, fog on the outside of everything, and then there's the world tree? I think Bro, there's I ain't multiple. Dumb. This is the primordial soup of Dark Souls. <laughs> there's, <all right>? there's <laughs> multiple world trees. I saw. George R. R. Martin, please create the prequel with everything we have. Say less. Homie was rocking dual partisans, man. And I looked at that and was like, "It's yes. kind of wild." Like the gameplay looks really nice, honestly. I like the, like I really because I, I like Sekiro was definitely the one that was like, "Oh wow, this looks really good." Because I played Bloodborne, and I really mm. enjoyed Bloodborne, and then when Sekiro came out, I'm, I didn't play it, but I saw the gameplay and I'm like, "Oh, I, I like the way this moves." So I kind of like the fact that they've kind of just taken the best of everything, like yeah. like Paul said, and just kind of put it into something, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, "Okay, cool." Like, I can't wait, dude. Uh, this this is definitely something I could see myself buying. Honestly, it could be like the first Souls game that I actually try to finish. Oh, you fun. know what else they think this could be? And this is just a theory here. I could be wrong. But in all the Dark Souls games, you get to hear about the Eastern lands and see their armor. Mm-hmm. But you never get to see the place. But then a lot of the armors in this kind of mimic those different lands. And I'm wondering, maybe we're finally across the, the primordial fog and we're getting to see the... Oh, I'm excited. Oh, yeah, we get to see where <laughs> Shiva came from and all of that. That'd be, do- that'd be dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd be down. Also, they they wasted no time on showing off. Because I noticed in this trailer, like, immediately, they was like, oh, okay, Sun Bros are still a thing. They got the same color and everything. Just so you know. <laughs> like, can't wait to I see Sentinels. pick up on that. I need to go back. Yeah, I want to see the Sentinels. I haven't seen an invader. They didn't show it off. But it's we know it's going to be a thing. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I kind of hope they make co-op, co-op a little bit less obtuse. They've done that slowly yeah. throughout each of the games anyway, but, like, it'd be nice just because it's a big open-world game to just be like, all right, we're just going to go through the story together. Like, yeah. it'd be nice. I'll be honest, 
I'm worried on like base PS4 and on my PC, which is slowly becoming a potato, like how well it's going to run. Because this, granted, their engine, you know, it still looks decidedly not last gen, but you know what I mean? It's got an older look to it. Mm -hmm. But you got this giant open world, you know, how's that going to work? Especially on base PS4, man, that's going to run like crap. I'm actually kind of Dark Souls 3 already runs like crap. Is it even coming out for base PS4? Yeah, yeah, I don't it think is. so. It, I honestly don't think so. I was about to say, I was like, it is. It's it's PS4, PS5. I don't know how this is. I mean, it it would probably have to be a PS Pro exclusive, unless it just looks straight up like, like, one or two on PS4. Yeah, it could probably get away with looking like those two on PS4 and just being open. Yeah, I mean, it was originally supposed to come out on uh, PS4, and I. Maybe Xbox One as well. I'm not sure, but then they, you know, pushed for next gen. Oh um, well, yeah, yeah. I was about to say, is it actually still? Yeah, it's still coming on all of them. That's crazy. Yeah, right. PC, PlayStation Five, Xbox Series X and S, uh, PS4, Xbox One, <clears throat> and their closed beta runs from November 12th to November 14th, which I did sign up for. I don't know if I got a ticket or not. Not, I, I need to check. I don't know. <laughs> And this comes out on the 25th, right? Uh, February 25th. Yeah, that's my birthday. I was born to play this. <laughs> there you go. Nice. Mm, I'm so excited. Let's go. I ain't been excited for a game in a long time. This is... Uh... Also, not gonna lie, during this gameplay, when he opened up the chest, I was half expecting it to be a mimic, and then I saw the chain, and I'm like, oh, that rule still applies. That rule still applies. rule still applies, but I really wanted Bro, it to uh, be a mimic. This is, oh, man. This is the what Eastern I, Lands. If I ever get this around to actually doing a D&D campaign for you guys, I'm gonna put so many mimics just to fuck with you. Mimics are pieces of shit. Oh, look, a chest. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> I like, dude. I love how the chalice dungeons are legit, like the textures from Bloodborne. <laughs> like, oh no, there's no update. Just the same no, Amani, mimics aren't just chests. You know, like in D and D, there's also mimics that are entire ships, right? Yeah, and even in Dark Souls, they specifically was thinking about having variations on mimics, like a potion mimic or a uh, ladder mimic. And mm -hmm. everybody on the team was like, that sounds really great. No. <laughs> that sounds oh, no, no, rude. No, 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 it was worse than that because there was actually one concept as well. Um, they were trying to do an entire castle. <gasps> Wait. That would have been dope, though. Wait. In Dark Souls, isn't it that, like, there's the war with the dragons, right? Like, the like Gwyn <laughs> is, like, trying to stop the dragons. Yeah, there is the like war that. with mm -hmm. the, like, the dragons. Bro, this whole thing is the dragons are, like, like around the land and they've like they have free reign like this is them if they want it's pretty oh. much the yeah it's either an alternate slightly alternate reality I ain't or a stupid prequel. this is dark it's souls definitely 4. connected they're like hey man we're doing a lot I mean, of they, stuff with dragons. they love they love connecting their games so i would not be surprised True. yeah i'm telling you it's the eastern lands it's one of the timelines where the dragons won i'm just i'm calling it now maybe i'm dumb but oh i'm i'm when the dragons won. That actually became geeked cool. out it's and time excited on this. And they finally got to do the thing with the dark and torches that they always wanted to do, but they never really got to. I thought they were able to do it in. Actually, they didn't bother in three. There's no real dark areas in three. Yeah, in two there is, but it doesn't really matter that much, you know. I think you it's there. The in... going, Did you play but... uh, <clears throat> Scholar of the First Sin? Because I think they corrected that. Yeah, that, well, that's what I'm talking about. Is it's a little bit, but it's like now you actually can use the torch and travel around. You're just like, I can't see. 
It's it's like they finally got that kind of free roam aspect they wanted, that just didn't quite fit with the other uh, gameplay. But Elden Ring looking great. Can't wait to get my hands on it. One of my favorite things to do in the Dark Souls, well, the From Software games, <clears> is <throat> to I don't know. I'm just gonna say Dark Souls because I haven't beaten Bloodborne. I've gotten so close so many times and just haven't. Um, but um, as far as the other games go, I loved making new builds. And just running back through the campaign with something different. Mm -hmm. So the idea of having an entire open world and this hopefully being just as in-depth as like Dark Souls 2, probably yeah. not more. I'm going to have a ton of fun. I'm just going to have a bunch of characters <laughs> to just do a bunch of Dude, there's, shit. there's so many locations to this and like interweaving paths. Like it's like Dark Souls on crack. I'm just going to have fun exploring. If this becomes the new Skyrim, I'm down. This actually feels better, but that's just me. And some people might want to kill yeah, me. Remaster for that, it forty times. No, I'm fine with it. I'm down with this, <laughs> dude. I mean, like I'm looking at like where he goes up the side of the castle, right? And he looks out, and you can see that like this uh, looks like what I would call like a wizard's uh, haven or something there. And then you mm -hmm. get the other places, and this and it's six giant zones filled with dungeons, filled with these big locations. I mean, it's I'm so excited. There's so much to this game. And the good thing is none of it's going to be wasted space, you know? Nope, not a bit. And then on top of mm. that, even if there is just filling the blank space, I mean, like we said before with the dragon, like, bosses can now just show up. Some of them can just be like, hey, what's good? What you doing over here, guy? And uh, you'll yeah. have to deal with that. <laughs> it's like, how sick. Oh, man. I can't imagine, like, it's bad enough accidentally walking into a boss fight, but, like, just walking around and being like, oh, wow, look at that. You're just walking boss. around and this big monster falls out of the sky, you're like, oh, oh, no. I mean, that's, well, I mean, that's like half of Monster Hunter, though. Monster Hunter Start is different. Singing, Where are you? Because Monster Hunter, I'm you go so into the sure. world with the idea that, like, oh, yeah, I'm hunting down a boss by default. This is, I'm wandering Boy, around if... the open world. Oh, no. Uh, I hope they kept the the song the same. So if I'm out in the open and I or like for at least one or two of the bosses. So if I, you know I'm out in the open, I'm doing my thing, and I just hear like, <laughs> like coming louder and louder. <laughs> it's like no, oh no, no that'd be perfect. That'd be perfect. The bosses should just have their music just like as a cone or like an orb that surrounds them, and it just gets louder as they get closer. <laughs> You're like, where, where are they? <laughs> Bro, I just want 50 Cent from Blood in the Sand <laughs> to fly through the sky, and I could just hear it coming closer. The go, ding, 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 go, go, sorry, and he just drops down, and it's like, oh my god, this is not necessary. Oh man, I can't wait for this game where PC people are gonna do some stupid shit to it. <laughs> people are gonna do some crazy mods to it. Honestly. Speaking of music references, I'll, I wanna, I'm gonna try to find the song. There's a techno song from like the 90s that they actually used audio clips for the uh the ivory king in dark souls 2 like it's legit him saying quotes from this thing and so it not only shows their fandom or of whoever wrote that story but it like fits with like the ivory king and it says like something something fly and it's just i'll find it uh... oh wow i forgot about this part they actually still have fog doors but they just don't need it all the time <laughs> yeah which is always great. Fog doors are great. Now, see, fog doors are nice to let you know you're going into a boss fight. But usually in Dark Souls, 
they only appear after you dealt with the problem. Like, you found out. You walked into a boss fight. It's like, oh, hey. Boss. <laughs> there you go. This is the Ivory King's voice logs. You'll hear it right in the beginning. It's, uh... Boom, boom. 14 seconds in. All you and I think that's amazing that they use this, like, dystopian, uh, techno, right? <laughs> voice logs. For the Ivory King, because it fit, like, the specific words. All I need to know, man, is that they just need to just mod 50 Cent into everything at this point. <laughs> We're going to see what else we need to mod him into. <laughs> I was like, mo- like modding Ra- Macho Man Randy Savage with Dragon in Skyrim. Oh, yeah, now it's time for 50 Cent. We got to get 50 <laughs> Cent in all of it. Oh, this sounds nice, God, That's though. a good song, too. This is a very good song. I'm listening to it as we're talking. Yeah, right. And then here's the the actual voice lines, but uh, isolated. But yeah, that song is catchy, man. Oh, man, it hits. Dystopian disco, baby. <laughs> Worlds of Doubt. Right. Vince Demore. Bravo. Thank you. I thought you'd like it. And plus... You'd hear that, like, the voice lines, and you'd be like, ah, that was a cool little addition. All right. Moving forward, because we gotta get, we will, we will gush about Elden Ring all day. We already gushed about one ring thing, and now a second one. We don't need to do it anymore. <laughs> what do we, what do we, so we're moving oh, on Elden to, uh, Lord yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Thunder, tier one. Aaron, you had some things you wanted to say about this one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This this actually looks kind of interesting. This looks yeah. fun. <clears throat> Definitely my type of game right. for sure. A tactical shooter, from what I understand. I'm questioning. It's an. It's a top. It's a top-down tactical shooter. Yeah, that's what I'm curious too. about. Is it since it said they can play with single player or co-op early, Is it going to be like a um, XCOM type of deal, or is it still going to be full real time? It's not XCOM because it's not like it's not it's not turn-based. Okay, it's, it's not turn-based. It's a top-down four-person shoot. Like you could probably do co-op with friends, like four people. Ah, okay. There's four different specialists. So it's not XCOM, thank God. No offense to XCOM players. Uh, I just hate missing somebody with a shotgun at four uh, feet. I hate that shit. Pisses me off. No, I, I, was, I was curious about it. That's all because I'm, every time I see something like top down, like oh, it's, it's like similar to, to XCOM. It's it's a yeah, it's a it's a nice top down like shooter. Like it's an active shooter. So like you know you you definitely just you know move around shooting stuff. It looks cool. Uh, like the idea of it being like tactical, it's like it opens up being top down. Very few top-down games nowadays, so it's kind of nice to like see something something new. Honestly, the only top-down games I see nowadays are like usually just twin-stick shooters or a tactics game like XCOM, or something like Rift Breakers, which apparently is really really good. Because we talked about Rift Breakers before, and uh, how that one's like. A... Um, what was that one game that we that was on the podcast a little while ago that looked? It was a mix of top-down and a and a side-scrolling uh, platformer um, where. You, you are from a top-down angle, but you control one character that moves across the platforms like a platformer, but the other character from a top-down angle. Oh, yeah, I, forget. I think we talked about two of them that were like that. <clears throat> like two of them actually yeah. kind of came out, uh, or at least got announced relatively recently. Yeah, it's out. I just can't remember the name. Like, oh, that one was really intriguing. A bit of a are you talking about the one with the teddy bear? Like... Yes. Yeah, okay. I know exactly which one you're talking about. Yeah, that one was a bit of a mind fuck in terms of uh, uh, perspectives. Cause it's just like well yeah shadows it is a little weird because the trailer says that it has nine missions so i don't know if these are long missions i'm hoping it's long just it's probably missions. just very tactical missions. If, if it's nine i'm like damn that's that's not a lot no you know 
very long. But I'm guessing there could be extremely long missions with multiple different objectives, and you have to be tactical while doing it instead of going. Well, I mean, yeah. you could go um, gung ho about it, but it'd be extremely difficult. I can, I can imagine. Or there's just like maybe they're not long, but like it could be split up in sections. So it's nine like chapters, quote unquote, like nine missions that you're going on, but like it that could be like fine. situation to situation. That's how you're that doing could it. That'd be cool. What? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just some of the Ivory King shit. It says get entranced. <laughs> it's, it's from that song. <laughs> okay. Um speaking of something that is kind of entrancing to look at, um Honor of the King world which to be honest this is a chinese monster hunter is what it looks like in my opinion anybody else on the same page with me of course yeah it's like it looks like chinese monster hunter which is not a bad thing aesthetically it looks different no 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 amani i'm I'm, I'm gonna disagree with you on that one i don't think it's chinese monster hunter i think this is a, a chinese open world rpg period if it's open world RPG, period, that's fine. But like, based on everything I was looking at, it looks like Monster Hunter. I think this is like one big boss fight because it doesn't show like the smaller sections of it, but it looks like you're able to travel through entire cities, exp- uh, exploring, and not just fight giant creatures, but also just um, uh, action, hack, and slashing. Granted, though, I have no idea the production of this game at all because it's a Chinese-based one. And I don't follow Chinese studios that often, unfortunately. I should though. Yeah, it's definitely one of those things, especially now that they're making a bigger push towards, um, I guess, the East? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, or, I guess, the West, more likely in uh, in there. It just, well, they're building for their audience first, and if it gets enough traction, they it's, port it's it to the West. Out, yeah. Same goes for a lot of Japanese teams, of course. Which is nice yeah. to see. It's just, this looks really fun, but honestly, when I looked at it, I was like, oh yeah, I mean great action honestly very i i want to say flashy because some of the stuff going on is kind of just wild looking um it's definitely flashy a lot of particle effects like crazy but i kind of look i'm looking forward to it either way let me see something see if i can get a bit more the the first monster teleports literally teleports yeah it just jumps through a portal and i'm like hey yo (laughs) but then he gets immediately stopped by a lightning dragon it just shows up and it's like, hey, what's good, homies? I'm out. Um, gameplay trailer. Yeah, okay. So it is a new open world RPG. Okay. So it is an open world. So it's more like, um, maybe not PSO2, uh, more like Xenoblade? The new ones? Potentially. Xenoblade. Again, I, I don't have 200 point of reference, and there, besides the boss fights, we have no other gameplay references, so it could be that. This is also inspired what based off of the honor of kings world oh, yeah it's apparently inspired off of a mobile game that they initially did and made this into a, a big rpg interesting i gotta check out that mobile if game that's then. the actual graphics it looks great i mean it's unreal engine unreal engine man that's great there was a time where unreal engine didn't look very good nah. yeah I disagree, mm, sir. I don't know, man. You talking about the Unreal Engine three days? I'm I'm thinking definitely PS three, Xbox three sixty days. Hey, man, every game looked the same, but I I there was something I liked about Unreal Engine, and it was in everything. And you could always tell if you looked at the textures up close; it always had a watery look to the textures. 
It was like unique to the engine. That's fair. Sometimes that didn't look good. Ha! Nah, you're not wrong though. They looked a little rough. I think, if I'm not mistaken, Unreal Engine did blue and red really well, but people didn't really utilize that. Certain games did, if I'm not mistaken, because Bioshock yeah. was on Unreal Engine, right? Bioshock yeah. was on an Unreal Engine three. And Bioshock looked really beautiful because Ed Unreal Engine did really good blues and reds. And Gears of War, you know, gray and then extra gray and a lot brown. of red. They did have red. red. red, red oh, okay, nice. okay, okay. Yeah. Again, again, I don't really blame Unreal Engine for the lack of uh, aesthetics for that one. It's just because every game at the time was the military grungy green look to it. So every game. Had Everything to is that gray, color. green, and extra gray. <laughs> Gray, green, and sepia. Yeah, I don't blame the engine on that one. Uh, I don't blame the engine on that one. I blame the trend on that one. Oh, that was gross. It's really weird that that's the aesthetic, though, of uh, 360. So many games during that era. That's that's the aesthetic of that era. So, like, we went from, like, PS2, which had, like... Because I think we talked about... bouncy... um, off camera with her, or like off podcast, I could say. Yo, this dragon in Honor of Kings (laughs) at the end looks phenomenal. Oh, yeah. It's like the Lunastra... Or like the, it's like the granddaddy of uh, what's that electric one in uh, Electric Dragon in uh, Monster Hunter? It's uh, not. It's almost like a Kisha Ladora, the Lunastra. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And a uh, something else had a baby. I can't think of the dragon. The damn it! It's gonna bother me because I know what you're talking about too, but I I don't remember the name. Mm. Look it up. I'm gonna leave it be though for now. Uh, I'm gonna finish the thought of how each generation of consoles have an aesthetic look to them and unfortunately for ps3 xbox 360 the aesthetic for them is gray brown sepia <laughs> gray green sepia yeah. um not the gr- not the greatest of color shading the character design is white bald dude <laughs> gruff bearded angry men or black bald dude we had coach yeah. No, there's commonly just white bald dude. We had Coach, yeah, but Coach stands out. Uh, no, what, about, what about James Heller from Prototype? <laughs> James Heller, we did have him, but that black was bald dude. That was a black bald dude. <laughs> I guess. But right yeah, before that, who did we have? Alex Mercer, world. white bald dude. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, for all its shortcomings, it was a robust engine. It's, no, no, it's no, what yeah. got uh, Borderlands, you know? Even uh, Cole uh, from Infamous. Oh, man. That game got so much that more was color. A, that was an Unreal Engine. Though. No, you're right, but that's the color of the generation, though. Like the the aesthetic of the PS3, Xbox 360 <laughs> white, generation. Bald and colorful. Yeah, it's white, bald male with sepia, brown, and green. <laughs> right, I gotta look up like the best games of the early 2000s. I, I, I gotta it's see just this. a ton of them were like that color. <laughs> Ma- like Mass Effect. Um, guess who? Mass like I almost said Master Chief. Commander Shepard was technically Master Chief is another one. White bald dude. <laughs> Pretty much. Master Chief oh, is God. technically Grand yes, but you don't four. see his face. Nah, he's Grand been revealed four. at this point. Yeah. You don't see his yeah. face, face, but we know he's a white yeah. bald guy. Uh, <laughs> man, uh, no, Grand Theft Auto Four. Nico, um, what's his last name again? Nico, Nico Bellic is Nico a white Bellic. bald dude. Nico Bellic, yeah. He's an Eastern European white bald dude. <laughs> Or shaved head at the very least. It's it's white shaved, shaved head, yeah. head, not inherently. God of War, although God of War can get a pass. He does. His design is great. His design yeah. is honestly really good. 
I still like the Forgotten Warrior design b better because I really would have liked to see how that would have played out. But he looks great. What's the Forgotten Warrior design? Oh, is that the new it's, one? No, the Forgotten Warrior design mm -hmm. is the one that they put in well, the original three, design. And it's his original design. His very first uh, concept design. It's actually really cool, but they changed it up because they was like it wasn't menacing enough, and I was like, "That's fair," but I think oh. this one's sick. <laughs> okay, that would have been. Yeah. Dope. Matter of fact, I'm about to go get my PS3 from my dad's house and uh, play all through God of War. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Sly Cooper. I just hate I the fact that the God of War remaster, God of War Three remastered, is such a poor port. Yeah, apparently it's not good, and that's unfortunate. Um, but. Killzone 2, White Ball. Yeah, apparently, that's what I'm saying. It's White Ball 2. Anybody, that's the aesthetic anybody. of PS, PS3, uh, Xbox 360 main Fallout characters. 3, bro, everybody basically. <laughs> their, their main characters are White Ball dudes, and their games have the aesthetic of Bray Ground Sepia. That's that generation's yeah. aesthetic. Uh, PS2 oh, was very space. colorful, but blocky, but not fully, but a bit more detailed in how it looked. Um, yeah. PS4, I would say at this point, probably very colorful generation in comparison. There was just mm -hmm. like, hey, yo, we can do color. Like PS4, Xbox One. There's a lot of neon. Yeah, a lot of neon stuff going on. A lot of neon stuff. Um, a lot of pixelated stuff because that's one of the first examples they used for PS4 because both Infamous Second Son and Knack were both pixel heavy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Particle, particle based. Particle effects. Yeah. I'd say there, like this era was defined by trying to make everything look like a movie, essentially. Mm -hmm. That's true. That. Like everything looks cinematic. Everything looks cinematic. And yeah, especially like your newer Call of Duties and stuff. Like their campaigns look so cinematic. It's crazy. And then um, if we go back to PS One, I mean, we talked about the PS One aesthetic. It's literally like they're making a remake that looks exactly like it. Like it's. Yeah, <laughs> like it's there. Well, the PS One was literally following the footsteps after the N sixty four, so it was still the blocky three D aesthetic. So people weren't too. That, well I, that's actually like yet. the same era, honestly. The Nintendo sixty four no, PS. But it's the it's literally the first venture into three D graphics. Oh and yeah, they and it's figured fine. Out everything out yet. But that's yeah. the aesthetic, and it's like you can you can pinpoint it. That's what PS One games look like. Just like you can pinpoint mm. what a PS two game looks like, and PS three games. That's what it would look like <laughs> if you saw it. You would unmistakably be. That's probably from PS3. Because PS4 would have more color. <laughs> like, yeah. You'd just see that. And you'd be like, that's, yeah, that's a PS3 game. Um, even Vanquish has that similar thing going on. I just... One of my favorite games. And it still has that same aesthetic. <laughs> Bayonetta has Sepia, specifically. And Bayonetta's pretty, like... Kind of colorful. But it's Sepia toned specifically. It's funny to look back and, like, notice these trends, you know? Like... Yeah, it is kind of wild to think about. Like, you don't think about it in the moment, but then years later you look back and you're like, oh my god, like, like 2007 through 2011 was, like, the era of the shaky cam... Like, if you look at movies, yeah. there was Sepia Tone, Brown's Shaky Cam, and everybody was using the Modern Warfare text to, like, <laughs> like, yeah! <laughs> we got the Modern and Warfare text. nobody talks text. about it. <laughs> but... Moving on, um, let's see, what's the next thing we got on this docket? Ah, 
the most sepia of them all, Spec Ops the Line. God, that was, but that was a good game. Spec Ops the Line was an amazing game, but it was the most sepia fucking game ever. Actually, yeah, no, is. I would say it's not. Uh, what's it called? Uh, Army of Two was more sepia. Because what one? Army of Two. Army of Two. Yeah, Army I agree. Of two. Army of Two, yeah. Oh. Because um, Spec sepia. Ops took place in the desert and they constantly switched up the time of day to make it look You're talking different. about the 40th day, right? Oh, yeah. no, no, no. Uh, okay, here, this is more of a dark green sepia. Um, the remake of Turok on the Xbox, that one was really heavy sepia. You're not wrong. <laughs> Wait, you mean like the t- Turok, like 360? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a good game, and I challenge you otherwise. I said I the Turok was great, Sepia. Looks Turok, the Turok games were fun, honestly. Yeah. No, I didn't say it was bad. I just saying it was heavy, dark green Sepia. It's green. Very it's green. very green. Rustic, vintage, it's contemporary. Let's see, Turok. I'm gonna... It was green oh and red God, because yeah. everything else that wasn't green was red, was blood. This was Unreal Engine uh, three. There we go. See, there it is again. God, look how good man, this game aged actually all right. The physics in that game were pretty impressive, if I remember correctly. I think my favorite thing my favorite thing about uh, about Turok was probably the cerebral boar. Oh yeah. Yeah, no no. The, the thing is that Tur- the remake of Turok did not have a lot of the same weapons from the original Turok, so Yeah, they they missed out on a ton of weapons from the original Turok games where it was like, bro, why? They were amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, holy shit. But let's talk about um Come learn with PB, because this is the exact opposite mm. of everything we just mentioned. As far as <laughs> oh yeah, oh this one like <laughs> wait whoa what the fuck is this? What <laughs> is going on in this one? This, this is, is like a horror question. crossover franchise of entirely all of Cartoon Network's existence. It's made by Adult Swim, so like <clears throat> they're pretty much facing like corrupted versions of like the um. The, the characters from a bunch of, of Cartoon Network shows. This seems to be like this it. massive pixelated infection going through all across so many of Cartoon Network's uh, shows no. from over the years. And this one character, Pippi, of her own show called Come Learn Pippi, is trying to figure out what the hell is going on and surviving. It's really insane. It's kind of wild. Honestly, <laughs> if I had a nickel, I said this to Imani earlier, but if I had a nickel for every time Cartoon Network made something that involved the characters fighting against corrupted versions of themselves or corrupted versions of Cartoon Network characters, I'd have two nickels, which is weird because I wouldn't expect that to be something that they do twice. Yeah, because the first time <laughs> yeah. I remember that was Fusion Fall. Yep. Yeah, Fusion Fall. They really liked that aesthetic, except this time there was, they, liked they, they idea. liked the idea and decided to do it again, but more adult. <laughs> so it's more like, horror. Yeah. No, no, this is more horror. Way because... more horror. It's also way more adult. Yeah, yeah because this is like an adult. I was, I was, I was creeped out when I saw a, a corrupted version of Finn and Jake just stretching and going over towards the uh, main characters. Like, holy shit, that's freaky as hell. It's literally out of context. There, there was just like adults mm-hmm. went out of context, and it's like, okay, mm-hmm. cool, sick. And the thing is that they just randomly dropped this out of the blue one day. And we're not even sure it's going to become a whole series. Uh, well, it's it. They they had a short on on. On YouTube, on the Adult Swim thing. Yeah. But they they copyrighted a uh, the name. Uh, what is happening to Fred Flintstone? <laughs> uh, it's, it's Pibby. It's I think it's Pibby Apocalypse or something. Come learn with Pibby Apocalypse or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So I, they might make a movie. They might make a show. I, I really don't really know this here. Looks really like, cool. It looks interesting. Age restricted community guidelines. Definitely, Adrian. Yeah, I'm just Obviously. looking at some of the stuff on the, on the YouTube thing. Wait, so is this a show? I don't know. 
It's my. It's most likely a movie. They were it's saying literally it's a, like a, it is a show. It wasn't like it was like a little. It was a short that was on YouTube. But I, don't I think, think they pilot. might be either making it a movie or a show. Yeah, I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a pilot. It's literally just a small little uh, short they put. Yeah, on. that was just a short. Yeah. That was just a short. That but they, I think they might be doing something with it, like a movie or a show with it. Because this is intriguing. Oh, I'm this is really a full-on trailer. How so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that this is gonna be. I don't think it's actually greenlit for a show though. I think it's greenlit at the current moment. It could be a season. I don't know. Actually, don't know. The more I look uh, into dude, it, the more I, I try to figure out stuff about it, the less I actually understand of what it's going to be. <laughs> it, lo- it looks cool. I want to see more of it. it it's just intriguing like, going through all our childhood memories and literally seeing them get corrupted and slaughtered. Like, oh, that just hurts my soul a little bit, but it's, I'm intrigued, nevertheless. God, this is so weird. <laughs> It, it is very weird. I just really like the idea. Oh, no, it's great. It, like, it's creepy I, as hell. I love weird. it. I fucking love it. Oh, man. This is going to be interesting. For sure. Um, But, moving forward to something just as colorful and significantly less. Actually, let's go with something that's not as dark, but definitely got the same kind of vibes. Dawn of Monsters. Dawn of the Monsters looks awesome. By wait okay, that's what I'm curious about. So it looks like kind of like a um, it moves mm. like a side-scrolling beat 'em up, but it's a fighter. I'm pretty sure it's a side-scrolling beat 'em up. Okay, it is a side-scrolling beat 'em up. If anything, at most, it might be. I wouldn't even say Power Stone. <laughs> no, it's a side-scrolling beat 'em up. Totally, you don't even it change. Is, okay. Yeah, because of how it looks, because you can move from different planes forward and back oh, excuse me it looks it functions like a size one beam up but this is a fighter because i never see the fighter do do that uh way that before no nah, it's it's called it's uh i think it's a two-player co-op it's a two-player co-op size scrolling beat him up okay okay i'm cool with it uh kai, a giant kaiju strikes rolling beam up i'm i'm down it looks freaking sick man i'm actually glad because like one i actually love way forward they're like my second favorite 2D uh, game development studio. My first being Vanillaware because they just do good things all the time. <laughs> Made 13 Sentinels. That thing was late. Um, mm-hmm. But technically speaking, if you wanted more action-based mech fights... Actually, it's funny I mentioned 13 Sentinels. It's kind of perfect for this almost lucky. You like your sci-fi mech battles. And, <laughs> and you like 13 Sentinels. It's a good beat-em-up for you. Book of Boba Fett looks good. I know that's off topic. Yes, it is. <laughs> I just saw it the trailer for the first dude. time. And the tra- that trailer got me hyped for it. Yeah, I, I need oh, to watch the Mandalorian. Actually, no, that's the thing I wanted to bring yes, up. Apparently, there's this one topic on the uh, Star Wars subreddit that since Samar Morrison's getting older and he can't do a lot of physical stuff, why not have say a younger actor replace him? People were suggesting maybe John Bernthal. That's a younger uh, version of um, Fett. Fett. Could be, or you know, I just don't think I don't know if they're gonna go back in time with it because like they're trying to just. Well, not, maybe not that, but you know, make John Bernthal play like a younger version of the clones as well. Like if they had to do it on the clones. Oh story. yeah, yeah, absolutely. It'd be kind of weird because he would have to do a British accent or an Australian accent, New Zealand accent, Kiwi accent. That's what I'm saying. That'll be interesting because I haven't heard John Bernthal ever do an accent outside of his normal yeah. voice. Yeah, that's fair enough. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing it to be honest. Yeah, if he can do it, he can do it. I believe it. I just never heard him do it before. But moving 
on to, I guess, another 2D or 2.5D thing. Uh, let's talk about Demon Turf. Because we've talked about it a couple times. I'm kind of happy to see it. Demon so Turf it looks, looks cool. It looks cool. It looks... I mean, I love the aesthetic. It just looks wild. <laughs> like, what is going on half the time when I was watching the trailer? 3D environments, lot. 2D uh, art picks... Uh, 2D sprites as the characters involved, especially. But anime. it is a 3D platformer, just straight up, yes. like but a it classic is a 3D, 3D platformer. And it looks awesome. And the it's fights, out. like the boss fights, look insane. It does look kind of nuts. I was super happy to mention it when we first came around, and I'm glad that it's actually to the point that like, so we could just like, go and play it. stuff with it. Yeah. <laughs> so guys, go play it. <laughs> especially if you like things like um, a Hat in Time. Or things of that nature. If you were a fan of Banjo Kazooie, it is. I think it's a PlayStation Four and PlayStation Five exclusive, though. Yeah, I'm sure. it is yeah. a PlayStation exclusive no. game, unfortunately. But nevertheless, if you guys have it, please go play it. It looks dope. Yeah, it looks. It looks like very trippy. But they did a good job. It's got some very trippy aspects. Little Rogue Demon Powers. You know powers. what? It oddly, you know what? Oddly makes me think of. Have you guys seen um, Welcome to Demon School of Rumakun? Uh, I have I'm not. It's a. Okay, so it's an anime about a kid who has a crap life. He goes to a demon school in hell, uh, gets adopted by a, a, like a grand demon, and it like excels, right? And this looks like if they made a game of that, but went with a more chibi art style than the show. I'm down. Like, yeah, it sounds fun. Yeah, so I would watch. Looks it. Looks good. <clears throat> Check it out. It's very funny. Oh, we'll do. We'll do. Speaking of. Um colorful art styles let's talk about actually yeah let's talk about um sammy uh super sammy roll super sammy yeah super sammy roll looks super really sammy roll ah man like going back to the old school old school platformers man it gives me very <clears throat> like mario odyssey vibes what it reminded me of was like a combination of like sonic and 3d mario or if not that mm-hmm. then yeah. monkey ball a little bit of monkey ball. Super monkey and monkey ball, Super yeah. Monkey ball, yeah. Definitely Sonic 3D Mario. Sonic and the 3D Mario games. Gives me like yes. very, very a lot of Odyssey vibes. The way that the places are set up, if not Odyssey, Mario with like um um 3D World, Super Mario Galaxy. Oh, Galaxy. All right, fair enough. Yeah. I was thinking 3D World. This thing looks awesome though. I'm probably gonna pick it up just because. I 3D love this World, yeah. Aesthetic. You're not wrong. 3D World like also. I love how it looks. And it's also it's got playing. really weird monkey ball, uh, like, multiplayer. There's, like, some co-op stuff you can do with four people, and it's got some multi ball, like, uh, monkey ball kind of things going on. Sammy out here trying I to be I do like the, the little, little protagonist actually, little lizard. Yeah, thing. he's adorable. He's got a tanuki suit. I saw it. <laughs> yeah, there's a tanuki suit you can get. Oh yeah, I forgot about Seeing, the special Seeing like the map setup though gives me trippy. severe retro Mario vibes. Like I have, I have a feeling like this, the design of the level seems very catered, especially with some stuff you can get. Very catered to speedrunners. Yep. Oh yeah, hundred percent. This game of speedrunners are gonna love this game. If you like speedrunning, being able to grapple with your tongue and stuff <laughs> that looks fun. They basically was like, hey, yo, what if we turned Yoshi into Sonic and then put him on levels? Yeah, we just make Yoshi a uh, Sonic <laughs> mixture, basically. <laughs> I was like, this sounds like a cool idea. Let's do it. I'm down. <laughs> and that's pretty much what this is. It was great. It looks great. I actually probably will be picking this up whenever it comes out. When does it come out? Um, it says this fall. It doesn't have a re- release date yet, but it will be coming out on the PS5. It does say that. 
Let's wait a PS5. Actually, let me see something. Um, go over here. Super. Because we are looking at the video from uh, the PlayStation 1, so I just want to see if it's appearing anywhere else. Super Sammy Roll. Where is this? Oh, it's on Steam. So I can confirm that one already. Where else? Um, PS5, Nintendo Switch. Actually, this probably be a pretty good game to pick up on Nintendo Switch because I've been playing that a lot recently. I believe it's out. Yeah, this is a launch trailer. So it is it is out now yeah. I think about it. Yeah. So if it's if it's not out now, it's gonna be out probably within the week, because that's usually how launch trailers work. I might check out my switch just to see if it's on there. It might be on Switch. No, it is. It's in the Steam store. It's on PS5, Steam, and uh Nintendo Switch. So you guys can actually check it out now. Actually. So go check it out. Yeah, it's out. You can you can get it on Steam right yeah. now. It released in July. Oh, okay. Weird that the launch trailer came out now. <laughs> Unless it was on Steam this whole time and just wasn't on anything else. No, Steam this whole time, I think. I <laughs> it, yeah, it launched on Steam on the 21st of July. It is kind of strange. That, I mean, it might just be coming to the PlayStation 5. Like, they probably had the PlayStation 5 port. And that, like, that's a new thing. True. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, if this game is, like, if you, you like Sonic, you like Mario, you know, you like old platformers, that kind of thing, this is definitely for you. Are you a speedrunner? This is also for you. Definitely. <clears throat> All right. So, let's check out something else. Actually, Aaron, let's talk about another classic-looking thing. Um, let's talk about um, Master of the Universe Revelation Season Two. Let's talk about that. Ah, uh, yes. That's a nice little trailer. Season Two. Season Two reveal. Looking kind of nice. Oh yeah. Actually, looks like I was I was a little let down by the first season. Uh, personally, I liked a lot of it. But uh, the the lack of He-Man, you know, the lack of <laughs> the lack of He-Man. If you've watched the pure energy uh, that is He-Man, you know, uh, <laughs> it just kind of pissed me off a little bit because I was like, "Yo, where it's my, it's my boy," you know, that's what mm. I came here for. But judging from this, uh, you know, they got some they got some wild shit planned. I'm gonna be real with you. <laughs> they they got the the same voice cast and everything. I'm just like, dude, Mark Hamill with Skeletor is really it's good. It's pretty good. It was really good. And what? I... But th- this is like the announcement trailer for part two. Yeah. Without um, spoiling anything, which is got them in pretty dire straits, <laughs> honestly. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. It will apparently be uh, debuting on the twenty third of November. So later this Let's month. Let's go. Uh, is when it's going to be coming out. I'll run through that as soon as and possible. Apparently, will be the ending. Like it's going to be. It's a two part series. So part one was the, that first season, and this is going to be part two, which is going to be this this next season. So, I mean, it looks like it's going to be a crazy conclusion to this, judging by, like, the trailer alone. Yes. Uh, I'm just really hoping they don't do what they do with a lot of trailers, and they showed all the cool shit in the trailer, and then, you know, like, a lot of stuff like that. I- I'm hoping. <laughs> but, I can't wait, honestly. I kind of want to see how they deal with this. I mean, the animation looks style so looks, still looks amazing, honestly. Like, it just, hell yeah. If there's anything I can't complain about, is how it looked. Jesus, did it look and good. honestly, it so good. with part one and two being back to back, this probably would work out a lot better. Like as far as how the storytelling would go, you would have mm. the initial first, you know, half of this, the thing mm. being a little bit lacking in He Man for him to pop up in the middle. Is that Mark Hamill? Yeah. Yes. Skeletor. Okay. That's Mark Hamill as Skeletor. Thought so. The best. 
Just wanted to click on it again because I need to hear his voice. That animation does look phenomenal. Oh, dude. I mean, it's the same people that did Castlevania and, and you know, um, Gods of Olympus. Bro, did you... Oh, right, Blood of so, Zeus, you mean. Quick, with, uh, Blood of Zeus, with, yeah. With, uh, with, what am I saying? With Castlevania, did you guys see season four? Yeah, of course. The newest one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you know, you know the part where the chick has on the armor. Was that not oh, the berserk, their, the like, berserk scene? You mean the yeah. berserk scene? <laughs> was that not their tech demo? No, they were was, like, "Please, for the love of God." That was them God. saying, "Please, God, let us do a berserk." We one, can do please. it. That was, Dude, I, that was listen, pretty much it. I, I had a bad day at work. I come home, my cousin Nick is smiling, and he goes, "Hey, man, I got something I want to show you." And I, do, I, I begged him on to let me show it to him. I begged him <laughs> on. I, I hadn't watched the show to that point, and I sat down, and he showed me that, and I was just, I was a little kid again man I, dude was, mm. i'm not even gonna lie my cousin and i watched that and we both were like yo rewind that rewind I that, shit that again. Quick. i gotta watch that again I, I have to and after that got home i was talking to yeah. imani and i'm like dude this is completely spoiler free because you're not even gonna know what the fuck is going on but i have to show you this, <laughs> this scene. Context, like I, I was completely. like please and he's like it's not gonna spoil I'm like it's not gonna spoil anything you just need to see this <laughs> and i showed it to him when he's like yo is this like them trying to get a berserk anime and i'm like it sure as shit is and they better get it <laughs> holy fuck they better do yo it. when you see that bitch chop a dude's horse in half i was like oh, oh yeah, yeah they're oh, definitely yeah. <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> it's just great but like yeah like the, the the that studio knows what they're doing when it comes to like action so like i I'm I trust pretty excited, them. <laughs> honestly. I trust them when it comes to the animation. They got it. <laughs> They'll do it yeah. right. Which is which is why Amani is extremely excited for the Devil May Cry one. Dead ass! I need this. Yeah. This, this behemoth He-Man punching Grayskull back. <laughs> Freaking turns into Hulk, kind bro. Of way, man. Looks like Hulk when he did that. I was Feel like, oh, shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was very smooth animation. He's like, oh, shit. This is awesome. I, I love, like, in like anime when they do that stuff where it's like somebody looks like they're like charging forward then they like teleport and hit oh man oh yeah the best um okay so another thing we got to mention on this list of things that we have to go through today uh let's talk about all right so apparently you also hit me with some nice news here that they finally got a release date for Spider-Man for Marvel's Avengers. We might as well talk about this man that's been due, long overdue, because I don't I don't know why he's not out yet. I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Let's yeah. see. Um, November thirtieth. Wow. Okay, that's a lot sooner than I thought. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? I hadn't looked at this yet. <laughs> He's gonna be yes, out so at the end of the short, world. But the reason, pe- <laughs> so the reason why he's uh, falling over his words, people, is that on November thirtieth, Spider-Man finally comes to Marvel's Avengers. LOL. <laughs> I t- wow, that's PlayStation really... exclusive still. He's still a PlayStation. It exclusive. literally took them so long to release a character that everybody wanted. I think yep. it's just been a year. Marvel Avengers hasn't been out for two years. I don't think. But in that year, oh, okay. though, I'm just being totally think. honest, hasn't been a great year for them. Has not been a very good year for them. It has not. I mean, obviously, COVID slowed things down, but their actual scheduling on things like that was pretty atrocious on top of that. Yeah. So, and, hell, the recent news with them um, was they put in, like, XP boosters when they said they were ever going to do it to make it more pay to win. Then after about 26 days of complaining, they finally pull, pulled them out. 
Yeah, I mean, people were like, wow, you're going to do the thing you literally told us you weren't going to do? Kind of a dick thing, but okay, cool. You know? Let's see something. I'm trying to kind of understand it. Uh, yeah, it hasn't even been a year yet. Well, it has been a year, um, but exactly one almost year. A year. No, it's been a year. It came out on September 4th, 2020, so it's been exactly a year, a little bit over. Because um, <clears throat> September 4th was obviously about two months ago. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, a little, over, little over a year. Literally. Literally <laughs> two months day. over a year. <laughs> two months and a day over, <laughs> over a year. But, I mean, one, I didn't expect it to be that close. When I when you, I saw the release date thing being like, oh, yeah, you got a release date. What's going to be, like, December or something? Maybe January 1st or something? I don't know. Maybe not January 1st, but, you know, something like that. And I was like, November. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I guess I have to play Marvelous. <laughs> I have to play that now, I guess. I didn't know that was like, going to be added to the list. I'm, I'm, actually, curi- I'm actually curious. Are they actually going to give, like, a whole mission line? Along with Spidey, or is it just he's a character with no? He, he'll have like yeah, he's gonna have unlockable challenges and stuff. I don't really think he's gonna have. It's not gonna be like uh, Black <clears throat> Panther, but he is supposed to have his own exclusive missions. Okay. Um. What's yeah? Avengers was tells the story of Spider Man through unlockable challenges. So yeah, you'll be you'll be playing Spider Man a little bit. Granted, I knew he was supposed to be coming out soon because they're um. They had the fall launch with uh, Black Panther, and they said that like eventually he was going to be dropping later down the year uh, with some other stuff. And I was like, okay, we'll look forward to that, I guess. I still don't know what they're going to do with Spider-Man in this one. And I'm curious mm. if they're going to make him older or younger. Because if they make an adult one, then, you know, we got... Okay, there's so many things. One, it's taking them forever to put out Spider-Man, right? Now, if they want to do something cool that won't piss everybody off completely, you have Spider-Man, and then you do a second variation of Miles at some point down the line. Because they already have two versions of Hawkeye, so I'm not really going to get into why that's fine. They're going to have War Machine, which I want War Machine anyway, because War Machine, in my opinion, does play differently, or would play differently. No, 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 no. But they're going to have War Machine. no, 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 no. I know if they were gonna if I was gonna I'm gonna make this as a joke though. But if they have what if they do another version of Black Panther, but it's just Killmonger Black Panther. It's just literally Bro. just Killmonger suit, but that's the only difference is just the suit color. <laughs> People would riot, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'd be I look. Like, people would be so pissed oh, off. Oh man, I'd be I'd look you down because I like Killmonger as a villain. He's like i've said this before he's my favorite black panther villain like i know a lot of people like claw like aaron you love claw in comparison and i totally agree i just you i loved how they did claw in general because i feel like claw's a marvel villain he i know he's very specific to black mm-hmm. panther but like he has a lot of stuff with tony stark too mm-hmm. and a lot of stuff yeah. like that as well and, i just really like i liked andy circus a lot as claw i really loved him and, but a killmonger for me yeah. and i'm not and because granted a lot some of us in here are obviously comic book fans I like Killmonger before the movie. I just think Michael B. Jordan did a very good job bringing him to life. Oh, they did a really yeah. good job. Honestly, they had a really good but, villain for that but movie. But Killmonger really was always kind of one of those really good villains from the start. <laughs> so good that they never could keep him alive. Like, he just had to stay dead in a lot of instances. <laughs> they just can't. 
Which is why, like, when we get to the end of um, Black Panther and, like, they kill him, I'm like, damn, comic accurate, but damn. <laughs> we did it again. <laughs> I mean, he can come back. We have this whole multiverse thing now, so... That's true. And that's why I really liked when he came back for um, What If. I thought we were going to do something a little bit more interesting with him. I liked his episode. His episode was extremely interesting. But I guess the best way to describe it is... We won't see that. We won't see that Killmonger. Like, the best way to describe it is, oh, he's the bad guy again. <laughs> like, like he's he's all bad guy again. Is the thing that kind of got I actually would like me. to see a version of him where he actually becomes like a hero or an. Like that's what I'm saying. You know? I wanted like him doing what he did. It's like, oh, he he did some shady stuff, but ultimately becomes a hero. Would have been really cool to see in What If. But they was like, oh no, he's a villain again. I'm like, ah, you know, fine, <laughs> fine. I'm I like him as a villain, so fine. he's one of those villains that isn't inherently wrong he's just you know his methods aren't the best (laughs) no obviously not yeah he he gets results but it's like he gets results but at the cost of like a lot of people's lives because he had a girlfriend in the beginning of the Black Panther movie oh yeah he just executed her and I'm like okay like what like okay so just throw her away alright damn okay that's messed up (laughs) But, um, I guess be excited. But yeah, I was saying that like I think it would be really smart for them for to down the line add Miles in, especially since he has his own game now, and now they have a Spider-Man model to work off of. Watch like the most emotional thing. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I was I was transported. My guys, I'm sorry. You're good. He's like put him in there and make Miles not Xbox, not PlayStation exclusive. You can play with him everywhere. So that way everyone gets kind of a taste. It would be kind of a dick move to make them tr- like PlayStation. Yeah, like. so it's like, it's one of those things where you do that and everybody's like, okay, I get a version of Spider-Man at least. Oh uh, no, right? I'll, I'll like, bring, I'm going to bring back to the joke I made to Imani. Like, what if he not PlayStation exclusive? They make him Xbox exclusive. Oh no, you said that with Black Panther originally. I was like, I'm going to die. <laughs> <I'm> gonna die. <laughs> like, before Black Panther ever came out, they was like, so like, what would you do if Spider-Man was PlayStation exclusive and Black Panther was Xbox? I was like, I would die. It's literally like they decided to tear me apart inside. <laughs> it was like, choose! Choose your favorite baby! And I'm like, uh! I love you. Not to do real, but I just watched it. It says, it's just a game. Spoiler alert. And it plays that song you probably heard on TikTok where it's like, oh no! So oh like, yeah. And it's just like all these sad ending scenes and I was just like lost in this room. Yo, Loki, send that to me so I can look at that later because I'm trying to be Loki <laughs> I'm tr- you're trying to be sad, bro. I can I read those books I said earlier. I promise you'll cry. <laughs> when you start releasing some of whatever you're holding in, we're all doing it. We're men. We cry as men. Oh. Uh, Pilly, you just sent this. This was also supposed to be on the docket. Um, hey, yo, Aaron, how you feel about the new character coming to Siege? <clears throat> oh, uh, yeah, I was talking about that earlier. I'm interested. I, I still haven't released any gameplay with them. Like, they just kind of showed off their like their abilities. Yeah, I, guess. The, I think it's like um, the intro, and that's about it. Yeah, just like pretty much their intros. And I mean, I'm I'm interested. I'm real. Every time they had, I, I'm just happy because they're finally after like 
I think four seasons other than Kali, they're finally adding new weapons to the game. Like oh, they're okay, adding they're a new right. a new AR to the game. Yeah, they and haven't like, added yes. a new gun for a very long time, and it's really yeah. Dumb. We haven't had a new gun other than the Kali so sniper wait, rifle. I'm confused. Which is so a this whole rifle, time, so any new operator would just use existing guns that were already in the game. Just yeah, they reused like um like when they released Wamai. Wamai had the the AUG, the AUG or the MP5K. Mm-hmm. Um, they had like reused a bunch of guns because they were like, I mean, this game is like five, almost six years old. Yeah, you know. No, it is six years old. It came out in 2015. So it's six years old, and, like, there, there is a limited amount of assets they can have in a game, you know? So they were kind of just reusing um, uh, some of the guns that, were, like, weren't used as much. Um, not because they were I'm bad or anything, but they just, like, you know, guns that, like, they could, you know, like, 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 like mute, like, like, the MP5K up until that point, the only person that had it was mute. Which was the one of the one of the original people. That's it. That's the only person that had an MP5K. Okay. So they, so they started right. kind of messing around and changing the guns people had um a little bit so that like there would be a little bit more variety world like around so like oh wait no no, no never mind they added one new gun they added the f2000 <laughs> when they added um when they added sam fisher oh yeah that's true uh, he had his right, own his right. original they, they had the f2000 gun, yeah. and they gave him an mp7 on attack which a lot of people are like why would you choose an smg over an ar if you can get a headshot having an smg on attack is ridiculous bro <laughs> it is a killing machine if you can get headshots it has no recoil whatsoever <laughs> all it do is do <laughs> it is a laser beam of a little bastard and it, it is insane but like yeah they added the f2000 which was the last new gun that they added to the game really that was like a like a, like a not a sniper rifle so I'm pretty excited to get like a new gun, and also like their abilities look pretty interesting, honestly. Um, like the defender looks kind of cool, like this weird sticky grenade thing that he throws, uh, <clears throat> looks kind of cool. It. On top of that, we're getting a fucking Uzi baby. We're getting a fucking Uzi baby. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <laughs> Finally, an Uzi. It's like, I'm kind of amazed it wasn't in the game the whole time. But not a lot of people use the Uzi. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a pretty old gun. You know. Fair enough not not the best there was like the mac 10 the mac 11 like there was the smg 12 which was like a crazy high i mean it's a crazy high rate of fire like almost uzi looking thing but it's not it's like just a suppressed mac 11 Mm -hmm. um but it's kind of crazy all right so now we got new operators new superheroes coming to respective games Let's uh let's let's move towards something. I think Thorn is female, by the way. I'm not entirely sure. I said he, but I'm pretty sure Thorn is female. Hmm. Okay, that's actually kind of cool. Um. All right, we're gonna end it off on maybe not maybe not bad times, but you know we gotta we gotta talk about this because uh let's let's talk about this Fortnite League of Legends crossover. <laughs> I think it's yeah. unnecessary, but it could be cool. I mean, I mean dude, at this point, why not? Like, they got Superman, <laughs> they Batman, put Venom yeah, yeah. twice, okay, okay, you know? Here's the thing, here's the thing. If this would be, then this one would blow my fucking mind about anything. They, instead of just adding characters to Fortnite, they actually add a game mode similar to League of Legends into Fortnite. Hey, yo, that'd, that'd be, be interesting. <laughs> That would be I'd so be, insane. I would be impressed if they did something like that, but I know they're not. I want them to add Jonesy from Fortnite to fucking to, to League of Legends. That's what I, I want. want Jesus in Fortnite. <laughs> Jesus in Fortnite. Hey, why not? At no, this point, at this they've point, capitalized no, I, on every. I don't think they brand. can do religious figures. I'm pretty honest with you. Give I don't think year, they're gonna no, do any sort year, of religious figures. Give it a year. Give it a year. If I fucking see Buddha in the game, I'm blowing my fucking brains out. Oh, but that'd be cool. Dude, it's I'm waiting for them to add like Shiva or some shit, bro. I don't think people go insane. It'd be kind of cool. He'd be support. No, no, and Smite, I get it. Fortnite, no. Oh, Fortnite, no. Yeah, well, yeah. 
Can you imagine Jesus with a gun? <laughs> Jesus pulls out a gun. He wouldn't even have a gun. He would just like walk around uh, and like oh, no, I, and there would be swords shooting out of his mouth. That would but actually be really cool though. Because everyone has to be able to pick up a gun. So we're going to see. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah, like this whole Jinx thing. I mean, honestly, a lot of people are going to be like, why? Why are they doing this? But it's Jesus like, I, you know what? At this point... <laughs> I'm not even surprised, you know? <laughs> at this point, it's like, shit, they could add anybody to Fortnite. I'd be like, no, well, it, damn, the thing you is, know? I, and this is, the thing is, I still rolled my I eyes at Jesus it, at it but I thought... <laughs> no, I rolled my eyes at it, but when they did the Resident Evil crossover thing, like, okay, that one makes a little bit more sense, because Fortnite originally was a zombie shooter, so it makes more sense. I can see That's it. That's actually true, yeah. It, yeah. <clears throat> so that made yeah. more sense. To I, be fair, they added the perfect character. Like, Jinx, this whole thing is... Gun, big gun. Exactly, yeah, no, big, big gun. So it it's makes like, okay. sense. If you put anything, uh, anybody else in it, it would not have made sense. What if they put Timo? <laughs> okay, I mean, that's <laughs> they did choose one of the best characters to add to Fortnite. I'll give that. Like, if any of, of all the characters, I feel like Jinx, Jinx is, is like okay, yeah. fair enough. She likes guns. That's her whole thing. You know, she's basically a female rocket raccoon. <laughs> I'm gonna take that arm. <laughs> all right. Let's see. Let's let's. I gotta actually no, Pele. You sent a actually Pele helped out a lot with this one. I was gonna do a <laughs> nice um thing for keep an eye on because it's that time for keep an eye on, um, and I'm still gonna do it nicely. I'm probably gonna add like an art piece or an artist in there, um, in a bit. But I actually found this one right before you sent this, Pele. Um, but he put something from, uh, we kind of came across it from Alpha Beta Gamer, uh, from their site. They kind of mentioned this, uh, forgive me, father. Yes. It's a Doom oh, yeah. HP Lovecraft. I saw that. I saw that. I watched that trailer. Okay, shooter. And it, I mean, it screams. It looks good. I'm going to look that up. It's like, it's like oh, dude, Doom it's and HP Lovecraft yeah. type thing. And it, wait, yeah. uh, Paul, just scroll up. It's in the chat. <laughs> No. Okay. <laughs> it's right here. Forgive me, father. I, it's... <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. Okay. Let's see. <laughs> what? What's happening? Freak out. What is this art style? This looks really yeah. nice. I know. The art style, the, the <gasps> art style looks crazy, oh, dude. dude. I, I look really, really excited about it, man. It looks look good. I mean, to like... shout there, I just... Wow. That looks really nice. It looks wild. Also, like, some of the monsters that they showed in that trailer. I was like, <laughs> what? The yeah. Fuck? That's pretty, uh, pretty Lovecraft inspired. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it is very, very Lovecraftian. Like the monsters are pretty fucking Lovecraft. Which honestly, just hearing that Doom slash Lovecraft inspired kind of hits all. I the also right love the fact trust. that you, you're playing a preacher. Like the guy you're playing is clearly a oh, pastor. Yeah. Like not a pastor. He's a father, really. He's, he's, he's a bishop. He's a, yeah. Forgive me, father. Yeah, he's got the. I yeah, have to murderize this. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Forgive me, Father, for what I'm about to do to these demons. <laughs> that would actually truly be the most like Christian thing to do. Is to be like, uh, that's an indie I'm title, so we have no full release date on that. End. It's early access. It's an early oh, access guy's... title. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. I was gonna say this guy's reviewing. It's it. on Steam early access. Yeah. I got it. I'm a. I think I'm. Yeah, go buy ahead. This looks like a nice cop. Might join you. <laughs> like it. This is like oh. fuck yeah. Like I'm. Yeah. I might cop this honestly. Move it with you. Like the design, but like, yeah, the idea of it being like a father who's like, "All right, well, I guess I have to kill these things now." Pulls out a shotgun. Pulls out shotgun. Pulls out. Cross. <laughs> oh my gosh, this looks so satisfying. <laughs> Everything about this. There's like a quick gesture to let <laughs> to ask for forgiveness, and then it's like, "All right, 
load shotgun. The shotgun has Again, been blessed. Father. Yep. I mean, this is about as Christian as Doom is, yeah, you know, honestly. to be honest with you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I, care what I, anybody I, says, I Doom is a Christian <laughs> game. Yeah, no, I, 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 mean, I remember a joke I saw from one video. like, I'm pretty sure that the, uh, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, is the Doom Slayer here. I would, I'd be willing to, if this is, a, if this is Jesus I mean, Christ, one I'd of be the, willing to worship this. One of the main, um, like, one of the main, like, creators for the original <laughs> Doom games uh, was, he's a Mor he's Mormon. Yeah. And uh, his whole thing was like, up until this point, you know, humanity's been fighting demons with prayer and all this stuff. Up until this game, nobody had thought of a Let's shotgun. Just, you know, <laughs> the good old trusty shotgun. Just... <laughs> you know? Yeah. And like, realistically, it's like, people are like, it's demonic. If anybody ever comes at you and says Doom is demonic, all right, let them played. know that the uh, only thing no, that this thing dude. worships is probably the chainsaw that you use to rip the fucking head. <laughs> because, like, realistically, and, and, that's, and, sh and, this is, and that's the beauty of it, because I remember this one conversation, I remember this one detail, like, if this is Jesus Christ and Power armor. That guy, that armor used to have uh, arm uh, sleeves on it. He, Jesus did one mighty flex and it Jesus just is too up. jacked, bro. He just jacked the hell. Man got jacked. Bro, for an early access game, it looks like they. This have is oh, looks, no, this runs really well for an early yeah, access game. Well done. It. Yeah. <clears throat> like uh, the video that we're watching, I'm pretty sure Monty's gonna put it, but the the link in in the, in the descriptions. Um, but it's probably like the first level from the looks of it. Uh, the guy says that he, he trimmed out some of the stuff, like the tutorials mm. and everything. But, I mean, for an early access game, it moves and plays very, very polished. Honestly. Yeah. There's apparently a two um, other ones um, in a similar vein of style on the Steam store called the, the uh, My Boomstick Bundle called Viscera Fest and Dread Templar. Oh, yeah, we talked Jesus. about Dread Templar. Yeah. They look cool. They're from the, all the, they're from the same publisher, 1C Entertainment. I mean, yeah, these are and also to looks a lot like two D like style shooter yeah. alive. Yeah, this is you know? dope. This, this is, dope. is honestly the best way to keep this kind of shooter, like the sprite based. Leave like a th have like a three D aspect yeah. element, but leave the two D style. Like, yeah. but like the uh, art style of like making it look like a comic bro, book and the bosses as a yeah, boss. Yeah, the boss as a yeah. themselves. That's so cool. <laughs> the boss is just straight up as a thought. I mean, it's, they call it catharsis, but yeah, it's pretty much as a thought. Oh, dude, I can't wait to fight Nero Lakitap in that game. It's going to be great. And then you have the freaking... There's a Luger in here, by the way, Aaron. Just for your... Ah. Oh, yeah, there's a lot. They have a Sten gun, they have a Luger, there's an MP40. There's a shotgun that's... World War II has... I'm pretty War sure it's just man. corrupted by whatever Lovecraftian creature you could have possibly put it in. Hey, somehow, even though these guns look like they're held together by duct tape, somehow they still look better than the ones in Vanguard. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we'll never... Is this the opportunity? Ooh, okay, that was creepy. Oh, well, I'm no, no, no. As, as long as Vanguard exists, I'm shitting patient. on the gun builder, man. By the way, it came out today. I know, I know, it did. Oh, yeah. Vanguard came out today. I heard. Uh, one of the early videos I saw for it. Apparently, the graphics aren't great because someone on a PC had a high settings, and the grass in the game are still squares. They're still squares. <laughs> Let's go, Vanguard. But Honestly, this seems But that being said, Forgive Me, Father, looks kind of interesting. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, this looks fucking cool. I like the aesthetic. I like the premise. Yeah. I really like the premise. Dude, anything Lovecraft, I'm down for, man. I'm always. That's what I'm saying. It's Doom and Lovecraft, which made me kind of go, like, wow. Doom and Lovecraft. Did this really just hit all of our, like, interests at the same time? Doom was already a little bit Lovecraft in some ways, but this just kind of takes it to a whole other level. Churn it up. Yep. This, yeah, I'm looking at the MP. Like, is this the MP5? It's literally date. Duct tape together right now. <laughs> yep. No, that's, that's a stand. That's a stand. That's a stand. Yeah. Oh, you're right. I'm the an idiot. Gun. That it's is like the stand. Held together by duct tape. 
If it looks like it's a, either that or a Sterling submachine gun. Yeah, no, if, it, if no it looks really, like just a no one, no, not many people know the difference. No, if it's just a metal tube, I just remembered what the MP5 uh, the, looks like in my head, and I'm like, no, I'm stupid. That's not what no, the, yeah, MP5 the MP5 is. Like. is way more modern. Yeah. Than this. Yeah. yeah, the Sten is literally just these a look like tube older guns. guns. Like they look like they're going for an older gun. Also, that shotgun, by the way, is a triple barrel shotgun. I don't know. If oh you guys yeah, well, it's because it's been held together by ethereal like magic and made into a triple barrel shotgun. That's how you know you got an upgrade to your gun. <laughs> He's like, oh, yo, are there tentacles on my gun now? Does, do they hurt me? No. All right, cool. <laughs> it's better then. More games should do that. Man, this actually, this actually mm. looks kind of wild. I'm, I'm going to check this out in the early access. I'm going to put this on my the patients are creepy, by the way. This is cool. Also, hmm? as a side note, this also looks like a Tarantino movie with the amount of blood going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely has those kind of vibes. It's literally walls and things are painted sometimes, and you're just kind of like, well, <laughs> okay. But let me find. I'll throw it up so you guys can see. But the other thing I'm going to mention is an artist by the name of Seth Red. Um, he's got some really cool things going on with his stuff. Uh, he was one of the concept artists for, uh, one of the games that we mentioned, the Zodiac, um, sh like, shooter one? That was kind of like, a lot like, uh, Star Fox a while back. I know we mentioned that one a while back, so it's been a minute. But I want to make sure I find it so I can send everything to you guys. But give me a moment. Oh, there it is, perfect. <clears throat> Zodiac XX is what it's called. The the game he was uh, lead concept artist for. Hmm. Okay. He's also making a comic which I'll be checking out later. I wanted to check hmm. it out before today, but wasn't able to get to it just quite yet. And hit the copy button. Apparently something else as well, but we can check out his art for now. Let me send this in the Discord. <clears throat> the music on this is actually kind of like I'm still playing the video in the background. Like I wasn't oh, paying yeah. attention to the music. The music, the music kind of gets you in the in the mood to fucking slaughter <laughs> some fucking demons. I was like, okay, alrighty then. This is how we're doing it. We got the good music. All right, there we go. Put it in the chat so you guys can get a nice little look. I actually really like his art style. It's very like pastel colory. It looks very watercolory actually. <clears throat> Let me see. Let me see. Love Sikius. Oh wow. Yeah, he's got some really cool things going on with it. If you guys ever wanted to check out his arts, maybe get a commission by him, go ahead and check him out. Uh we'll probably be talking we'll actually be talking with him. I got an interview set up with him for Nice Sunday. You got a so, nice dude. You guys will be able to hear that one on the next podcast. Um, Dope. That'll be fun. Oh, speaking of, I gotta get you either the interview I did, or redo it because it wasn't that good of an interview, and we both acknowledge that. <laughs> so, we we were both tired, but anyways, that's fine. Um, I yeah. <laughs> but. By all means, go check him out. 
see if you like any of this stuff. Uh, go check out Forgive Me Father. Those are our two for keep an eye on that you guys are going to be looking at this time. But with that being said, this episode is now coming to a close. <laughs> Thank you all for coming out. Thank you guys out there in the audience for listening as well. Appreciate you guys all the time. Um, by all means, check us out on Twitter and uh, Instagram. By all means, follow us there. We'll have updates about things and things of that nature. Uh, you want to go support the show? You can find us at Patreon. Um, go ahead and hit us up. It's The link is pretty much in the description of the show. And on top of that, it's also on the description of our Twitter and a couple other things as well. So by all means, go hit us up there. Uh, so just give us some love more so than anything else most important thing to do is share the show let people uh if you like it just let people know about it it's every little bit helps and that's the best way to support us it's actually just showing us that you guys enjoy it so we appreciate you guys and we thank you we love you all we'll see you guys next time later thank you guys have a good night see ya